proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us today. Uh, we'll remind you that uh, we got uh, the studio filling up again. Speedy's been here with uh, yours truly, old number one. The real Greg Burgess has returned. Uh, also, Stretch Armstrong has returned. Home Studios, Helmsy is in the designated survivor mode. Eddie Van Adler is still on maternity maternity leave. And back to the studio at mic number two, there's Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for being part of the thing we call the Rick and Bubba experience. Well, I know in the times that we're living in, I want to remind all of you, the Wednesday Bible study is back today. It will be live on our YouTube channel at noon Central Time, 1 o'clock Eastern, archived usually by 2 o'clock Central every day, and then we put links on all the social media platforms. We just finished uh, 33 uh, Bible studies in the Gospel of John started back in August, and so we just finished that last Wednesday. We literally went word for word through the Gospel of John over a 33-week time period. You can go back and go through the Gospel of John if you'd like to on those archives, but we start a new one today, and Bubba, you and I got to interview Pastor Dean and Sarah, who has written the book, The Unsaved Christian, Uh, and this uh, this takes on cultural Christianity, and uh, a lot of the guys were in the Bible study, and some of you were very interested in that, and we're going to walk through some of that. Uh, starting today, it'll be a brand new series, The Unsaved Christian. And I think it's important, you know, we talked about this. The Apostle Paul tells us in, in 1 Corinthians 13, 5, 2 Corinthians, uh, uh, that, that we should examine ourselves to see whether we are in the faith. Test yourself, or, or do you not realize this is uh, about yourselves, that Jesus Christ is in you, unless indeed you fail to meet the test? We're, we're told to assess where we are. Cultural Christianity, you know, we interviewed Pastor Dean and Sarah, he said, you know, people can agree or disagree. I think it may be the biggest unreached people group in the United States of America. And, you know, one thing we know, the reason why we started talking about doing this is it, we're all right now thinking to ourselves, man, I got to know something about COVID-19. And, and certainly you need to be smart about it, know this. And I'm, I'm afraid and I'm anxious and I'm fearful. And, and uh, well, here's one thing that I can tell everybody with zero hesitation. Every one of us is going to die. Every single one of us. And you're closer to death today than you were yesterday. Uh, and uh, if you have a biblical worldview, you're closer to your earthly death or to the return of Christ today than yesterday. So when, we, when we're afraid and we're anxious, we start seeing we're, we're almost willing to do anything to, to, to minimize. And, we, of course, we always wish that we could just not have any risk at all, that we could ever get COVID-19. And we'll do anything to minimize it. Well, shouldn't we take our spiritual health at least as serious as that? Because we already know what's going to happen, and that is you're either going to die uh, or you're going to be here when Christ returns. And at that point, you know, I think it's probably important, and that's why Paul says this, to ask the question, am I really saved? And so the the Bible, you know, tells us to assess that. The standard, uh, I think, sometimes is, you know, the, 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 the proof of salvation and what fruitfulness and holiness looks like speaking to myself, is much higher than probably cultural Christianity has ever taught us. And and there's a lot of people, I think, that are, we're all delusional to some degree about everything in our lives, uh, that are under the illusion that I had something happen one time in my life, and I believe these these concepts, and I admire Jesus. But uh, but, but, but it would be a great time to go through this and say, you know, because I, I got news for you, we're all going to die. 
one way or the other. Nobody is not going to die an earthly death or be here when Jesus returns. One of those two categories is going to happen to every single person. And as Greg pointed out, and I thought it was great back on 9-11, you know, when your 9-11 happens, it's not going to matter when they they rebuild the temple. It's not going to matter who the Antichrist is and, you know, whether that's Bill Gates. I'm just kidding. That's some of those theories out there or, you know, whatever. All these little prophecy things are important, and we need to look at them. We need to be aware of the times and the end times and the birth pains. But if you die in a car wreck today, none of that matters. You're, you're going you're to walk into the presence of the Lord, uh, and, and your judgment will be right then. And so it, sometimes it, it, it amazes me how we will be so frantic about COVID-19, but not frantic about that at all. Uh, trust me, that's, that's, that's as much urgency, if not more so, uh, than COVID-19. So what if we had the response to the wrath of God coming down on all the unredeemed as we do about COVID-19? Uh, so, so anyway, uh, we'll start that today and it's going to be, it'll be an uncomfortable ride for all of us because we're going to have to ask ourselves some tough questions. And Paul says right here, uh, in second Corinthians, you should do this because he's dealing with the church at Corinth. that has got all kinds of open sin going on. And he's like, do you people really think that you're, you're of the faith? You know, how can that be? If this is going on, that's going on, this is going on, this is going on. And he's saying to them, examine yourself to see if you guys are even the church. And um, so we'll we'll start that process today on session one. So I, th- I think it's going to be. Uh, I've read the book and it's very convicting and challenging, and I, I think it'll be it'll be good for all of us. So um, so Bubba, I'm ready to to move on uh, from pandemic. I, I don't have anything to add to it other than now Greg and Speedy are trying to watch it in the breaks. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and I have pandemic part one. Is that what you have? Uh, yeah, I've, I'm. Are you there? Uh, I'm I'm like nine minutes in. Uh, yeah, you got the, the look, and there's a there's another one over here. Yeah, that's uh, uh 54 minutes. Yeah, know that this one. one here is it's a total of 26 minutes eight okay. seconds, Part and one. and, it, and <laughs> the link is in show notes. Yeah, uh, it's there. Go to rickandbubba.com main page. You'll see a link there, so you can go and do that whenever. Yeah, and you, and you know mm. you probably at some point want to get it done today before YouTube pulls it off. Right, but anyway, so I, I tell you what, I, I've been talking out loud, and I'm only nine minutes in. Right. It's it's a it's a troubling look. Did, did I get this right that that according to this doctor <laughs> that 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 Fauci and the the director of the CDC have known each other for a long time and have and basically are in bed together? Hey, watch it. Watch well, I mean, I, yeah. it, it, business-wise, yeah. is is that what I'm hearing well, her say? Did she need, say that? You just need to watch on, just read on. You you'll see the Fouchster has been involved in and uh, a lot of stuff. The uh, young oh. Fauci looks. Fauci's been ready for that. Fauci's been out there a long time. Mm-hmm. The uh, I, I don't think I heard that right. I'm actually going to skip back no. on that Tony CDC Fauci. director. <laughs> the, it's like thought to. provoking. It, it is. It's thought provoking. And I'm sure there's a reason that we made it possible for individuals to get patents while using public funds to yeah. do the research. And I'm sure there's a reason for that, and and a reason they changed that. I just don't know what it is. I mean, I, I'm not up on it. And we have asked uh, questions I, are not, you yeah. know. And I, I was telling Stretch in the in the, in the uh, kitchen. I said, you know, I I don't mind questions. I, I don't think questions uh, are necessarily evil. Now, there's some people once you answer their question, they they were already 
predisposition to not believe what you're going to tell them so it doesn't do any good. Well, you know what I refer to those uh, people? I refer to those people as the yeah, but people. But critical yeah, thinking. Right. Yeah, critical and, thinking. And we talked about there's nothing wrong with critical thinking nope. in any part of our life or asking questions. No, we should. We're Americans, and I think we're forgetting that. We're not rhythm nation. <laughs> okay, and and I get I get the feeling that we're trying. They're trying. To, aside from who these people are, there's a there's a very bad virus that is that is infecting this country right now, and that is that we are we are we are all willing to cease being a constitutional republic with maximum liberty, and I I think that's more dangerous than any COVID nineteen, and uh, and it, it's it's terrible, and I and, and we're turning in to the the great Janet Jackson video Rhythm Nation. Where we all got the same hat on, we got the same outfit on, and we're just marching to whatever some tyrannical leader uh, or some kind of uh, you know high personality propagandist tells us what to do, and that's not America, okay? And uh, you know you, you realize what what Patrick Henry said: "Give me liberty or give me death." You, you realize that when 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 Ben Franklin said, "Anybody who'll give up liberty for security is not worthy of either one of them." Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's time for us to say that 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 is not going to happen. We don't have to be reckless nope. with other people's lives, but as far as what I want to do with my own life, and 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 we're what we're being this this road we're being walked down right now. And I'll go ahead and tell you how what's going to happen is just just like this. You guys called it the other day. We don't need some YouTube documentary for this. Y'all called it right here in this room. Mm-hmm. Georgia opens up the defiant Georgia. The defiant governor, you know, Texas, we, hey, we're going back. We're going back. We're, we're moving back, and we're going to work through the phases, and we're going to start. What do you hear immediately? Well, rise, rise in cases. Well, it is impossible for for, for, for Somebody Georgia. go out Friday, catch the virus. It's impossible. Then run a fever and report it on Sunday. Impossible. It, it, it cannot happen. Those people were infected a week ago. That's impossible. And we are going to find out that more people have had it or, or have it. Why? Because we're, we're now testing, testing at a much higher rate than right. we did to begin with. And um, You know what? I will propose this, Rick. If we did no testing at all, we would see the numbers stay flat. Right. Think about yeah. it. The numbers <laughs> we, we would have no increase. We wouldn't have one person in this country catch it if we didn't test anybody. The number we need to look at, <laughs> the two numbers that matter about economy, is overwhelming hospitals and deaths. Yeah, that, now those are the real numbers. And, and right. the, the, the number of people with it, there's no plan to keep people from getting it. No. It's just how's it, how has it affected them. And, uh, and, and you look at the deaths, and they're in a very, very specific category with very few exceptions. And, like, we've got a doctor right now saying there's no reason to shut schools down. He said our research is showing. It, it, That's it, the safest bunch it, out there. If you're younger than 18 years old, the odds of you even passing it back and forth or to anybody else are, are, are like none. There's no reason to have schools shut down. I mean, we've, look, we've had just the regular flu season take a school and say where we are located. We're closing In our unique week. situation, yeah. we're closing for two weeks because we have an outbreak. The whole nation... From from sea to shining sea, something shut down, you know. So that's what our to worry is when we start seeing the science and then nothing changes. Well, I thought you told us to watch the science. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Morgan Freeman. Fact of the matter is, the Rick and Bubba show was something I could not do without. Ah, yes. Changing the landscape of radio forever. Rick and Bubba. Yes, sir. 23 minutes past the hour. We'll go phone trolling at the bottom of the hour again. Let you speak on any topic you'd like to. 
at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Thank you for being with us today. I started getting a lot of emails about this story yesterday. You know, we, we brought up um, Ruth Ginsburg uh, on the program yesterday, and people started screaming, did we cause mojo? Uh, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg hospitalized with infection. 87 years old. They said she underwent a non-surgical treatment, uh, and I can't say the words, but it's, it's, uh, it's, it's dealing with a gallbladder and some of these other things here, but some sort of a affection that's going on there. And uh, so infection, yeah, infection. What did I say? Affection, <laughs> infection. I, I, think, I didn't know you cared well, for Ruthie's gallbladder well, so much. Well, this goes back to this. It's you and I walk a very, <laughs> and I want to walk the line appropriately concerning Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Uh, can I, can I, I? I wish her well. She's had a great life. I wish her no ill will. But I'm with you, Bubba. Uh, if if she would decide to step down and not rule on anything else, I'd be okay with that. Rick, I don't wish anybody ill will. No. Um, for the most part. And, well, you don't uh, wish it. Well, I mean. You might you know, not stand I, in the way of it. You know, when I think about a tyrannical dictator, sometimes well, I do want them taken out. But, you, you have asked uh, to watch the uh, Fidel Castro ill will video over and over again. Yeah, I could watch it a hundred times and laugh hard. Right. Uh, when it comes to Ruth Bader Ginsburg, I, don't, I hope she recovers. I hope her health is fine. But I hope and pray she never votes on another case in our country that will concern me and my children. Yeah. I am very confident in saying that. And I agree. I think she has done nothing but destroy our country, and I hope she never has that opportunity again. I hope she's well. I hope she has a long life, never votes again. Well, she's had a long life in all fairness. She's, she's 87. 87. Yeah, let's go back to this. All right, so can you imagine the political left in this country if Donald Trump gets to appoint another Supreme Court justice? It will, do y'all remember the last two we went through? It ain't going to happen. Huh? I mean, they, they'll explode. Well, they'll they'll bring up the Biden rule, which Something. says a president, which which they stymied Obama's last pick. Remember, saying he doesn't need to pick somebody right here in yeah, election time. Election. So, so, but you know, again in politics, there there is the they theory and the us theory. There's no way it would get through right now. I don't think. Right. But I'm talking about what if he gets reelected and they they come back and we still get when I reelected that's a whole other deal yeah, right yeah that's, but that but just imagine just, just I, I would say just for a minute I would first say of all, there's a pretty good there's pre, I would say for just playing the numbers here not the personalities I would say the next president whoever it is will get to fill at least one seat mm-hmm. maybe two well the numbers I mean she's 87 and she's 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 getting sick she's not well. Uh, so there, you know, you just look at the lifespan of human beings, and you think that whoever's elected next will probably get to fill that seat before they're done. I mean, could she go to ninety-one? I guess, but you know, it, she's having some health issues. Well, again, I'm just hoping she doesn't get to vote. Right. This thing she's not going to get to vote on now. What happens when? When I think you have to be there to vote. I was about to say, what happens if I cannot physically vote and I'm a Supreme Court justice? Well, we we've had or mentally. We had cases when we had a vacancy where, you know, there was just four and four. So unless you have five to something, then it doesn't it doesn't pass okay. or it doesn't go on. That, Everything that, stays like it is. That vote just didn't – there's no vote. you got to be able – got to have a majority, have... and sometimes it's tie. Yeah, okay. So anyway, but she's uh, she is sick, and uh, ho- hopefully she will recover. But as you said, Bubba, maybe if she were to decide to step down or not vote anymore, that would be okay with us. I, I just – I hope not. I hope no yeah. more voting. I hope she's fine. No more voting. Right. Okay. But but then there's that that side of me, you know that you know, I always you know how I love to stir, 
You know how I love Correct. to watch people just have a Rick, meltdown. I think we just leave it at that. No, that no, no. Like nothing about that. Anyway. I'm just no. For whatever reason, maybe she steps down. I just would. They never step down. I just, you know, how I love you know no. Sherry. Sherry, you know, Sherry, yeah. Sherry asked me, and Greg, we went through this with our sister. Greg and I, like, I like to aggravate children. So aggravating people is one of my favorite things. Yeah. To watch the left just have a conniption. I love it. If Trump. Just a suggestion that he would get to appoint another no, Supreme uh, Court no, justice. They would, they would, would be, be entertaining rolling in the dirt. Yeah. It would yeah. be entertaining, oh, yeah. and he knows that too. Right, and don't so, think he won't suggest it. <laughs> if he, if he please could come to the microphone today, and say, "Of course, we're thinking about Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I know she's not doing well. If just, just, and he's always got to say. He didn't have to say anything else. Just say that." And, and then, because they'll read so much into that, that and, and then if they do, you go, what? You come what? back, is she not sick? Yes. That, don't you think as a nation we should pray for her? I, what, why, why, why is everybody mad at me for mentioning that? You know, we know what you want. You said, that. Oh, what? You know, you do the famous, I don't know what y'all are talking about. <laughs> I'm not, hey, then you do this when you're the famous, I'm not going to sit here and let people make uh, this political with a, a woman who's sick. I'm just not going to stand here and let it happen. <laughs> and then you become the high road. Guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, Scalia, I think Scalia had the, the right to, it was Scalia, when, yeah, that passed away uh, a couple of years ago. In a strange, on a hunting trip. Yeah, in, yeah. A, in a very strange yeah. series of circumstances. Right. Uh, but, you know, he he he, he liked Ruth. <laughs> Think about he, that with the headset. He, he, he couldn't have been more politically uh, different than than Ruthie. I doubt they ever voted on anything together, but he used to take great pleasure in being her friend. You know, it was almost a driving Miss Daisy kind of mm-hmm. kind of relationship, but uh, they used to go places together and stuff. But it, they wouldn't vote together to save their life, and they'd eat each other up in their opinions. <laughs> How about if she outlived him? No, oh, I know. Well, Rick, it was a strange set of She's outliving most. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'm with you guys. If she does go on in, we won't know it. It'll be weekend at Bernie's Democrat version. We'll come back. We'll take your phone calls next. We go phone trolling. Any topic you want to talk about, you can. A lot to think about out there today. Yes, there is. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Lines are available. The great Stretch Armstrong will be ready to take your phone call and set you up ready to go right now. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We go phone trolling now. 866, we be big as our number. 30 seconds of pop. Largest number of people. Shortest amount of time. Go. A long distance. Directly assistance. Every quote, two on two. We will start uh, with Jill out of Huntsville, Alabama. Jill listening to us on 100.3 The River. Jill, you got 30 seconds. Go right ahead. Hey, guys. I just wanted to tell you that I listened to Sherry's devotional this morning. It was beautiful talking about um, how there will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. And I just think that's a beautiful message for the world that we're living in right now. And beyond that, I just wanted to share that I homeschool my daughter, and I'm teaching her the Roman road right now. And in Romans 10, 9, it says, If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. And I just think that this is such a beautiful promise and the only source of hope that we have in this world right now as now, we go through such a desperate and dark time. No, you're right. And uh, and uh, that was uh, – Sherry actually was asked – was supposed to speak at a fundraiser for King's Ranch, and 
they came back and said, hey, could you just do a message for us virtually and we'll send it out to our potential donors and the people that were coming to the banquet. It's, it's about eight minutes, so we're going to take that, uh, put it on our YouTube channel and our social media and all that. And, and yeah, you're, you're right, and she touches on some of those things. The, you know, When you get into times of despair, one of the things you got to do is remember, cling to the promises. The Scriptures talk about that. Remember who God says he is. Remember that, but, but you're right, and um, you know the, this, is, this is the time and I think it's why these things, you know, are allowed to happen. Remember, this is nothing that has caught God by surprise. Nothing. And uh, so what is he doing? And we've talked about that a lot. What is he teaching? What, what does he want us to assess right now? What are we supposed to learn spiritually from all this? And, and don't let all the clutter of all the other things everybody's screaming at you take away from that assessment. Right. Uh, we continue. Thank you. Good call. Uh, and and we'll, if that's not readily available yet, we will. You may be one of the people that were sent that. I'm not sure if it's out there yet, but it'll definitely be out there by tomorrow. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, Let's go to Paul in Huntsville as well. Paul, go ahead. 30 seconds. Yeah, hey, thanks. Um, I just I really feel like early detection, early treatment. Um, I don't have any symptoms, but... You know, I, I would love to go get tested, and if I had it, I'd go get treatment right away uh, because I know the earlier the treatment, the, 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 higher, the higher likelihood it's going to be the, to knock this thing out. With the hydrochloroquine and, and the remdesivir, those work, but it's... Well, and that's the problem, though, and we'll see what happens on remdesivir, and it looks promising, but, you know, and this is, I hate to go back to pandemic again, but we said on the air... The, the vanish of hydroxychloroquine, w- once it was labeled Donald Trump's drug, which mm-hmm. was bizarre, once that happened and it became political, we started asking questions like, what, what's this weird hydroxychloroquine anti-movement? Well, the pandemic will tell you one, that, that, yeah. that, that documentary. But anyway, so. Let me tell you who. You know, I know Greg is our conspiracy guy, but this is bothering Speedy it bad. Is. Yeah, he keeps shouting he, out his things. His face is red right yeah. now. Uh, yeah. Jason in Atlanta. Jason, go ahead. 30 seconds. Well, Green Acres, guys. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Go ahead. Well, I'm a little mad at Greg. You know, I, me and my family were there the Tuesday before the lockdown in the golden ticket seats. And, of course, afterwards we did the photos. So I decided for the Mother's Day gift for my children, I would do a collage of a book of different photos of the kids and us. And so one of the pictures was one of the pictures of all of us after the show. And the picture that I chose, come to find out, after the book was printed and mailed to me, Greg was giving Bubba bunny ears. So if he hears my wife scream Sunday morning from Atlanta, we know why. And my son is now dual dual enrolled because next year he's a senior. And the last week of school, they get to wear the college shirts or wherever they go to school for the week and hang a pennant. As a son, you are going to dole and roll in whatever college you go to, and I will pay you $100 to decorate your shirt with Rick and Bubba University. I love it. I, I, I love like it. That. that is great. Old right. bunny ears, Greg. More people should do that. Yeah. We continue. <laughs> Jeremy, 30 seconds. Go ahead. <laughs> Jeremy. Hey, the reason barber sh- yes, the reason the barber shops are closed and that liquor stores are open is because Spitty doesn't need a haircut, but he's got to buy a cigarette. We found out what was going on on Wesley's boobies trout. They were selling them dirty books. Okay. Dirty books. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. Andalusius. Is that our new phrase now? I guess so. You got to yeah. say it like uh, dirty pop. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, they know it makes it great. From NSYNC. Dirty yeah. books. Joe, <laughs> Joe in Andalusia, 107.7. Joe, go ahead. Hey, listen. I want to say that nobody is addressing the big elephant in the room. I don't, being my, I don't mind being asked to do things by the government. 
I mind being told to do things. We're consistently losing our civil liberties and our First Amendment rights, being told we're not allowed to gather, being told we're not allowed to travel, which the Supreme Court has ruled as a civil liberty for us. No one's really addressing that. What do you guys think, man? Well, we actually, I think, talked about it just we, a few segments ago. But yeah, yeah we've covered the, it a lot here lately. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if you've been following the barbershop wars. Yeah, well, uh, we're going to get into some of that, and I think you're right. I think we're getting a civics test that we really need to be taking. Uh, you know, we we had uh, one of the attorney generals um, on the show in Alabama. Yeah, Steve Marshall from and, Alabama, and he said that uh, he's already come out and said he will not enforce anything against the churches because constitutionally he can't. Now I have not seen that that yep. statement. Yeah, but he it, said he had a he was concerned. Yeah. When yeah. he was on our show, but y'all are saying he said something since then. I got a text after we interviewed him. Matter of fact, I think I can find it. And so I want to be clear, it came from a text, not from a news source. And the person says, well this this is helpful. Steve Marshall in Alabama just said he will not um, you know, do anything against the churches whether he's told to or not because it's not constitutional. And uh, so so anyway, if that's true, and, and really if you look at our national attorney general, the federal, uh, Barr's basically said the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Barr said he's not going to. Uh, well, he said he's mm-hmm. going yeah. to go after states that are too restrictive. Right. Correct. So, so this could be a good thing because it's almost forcing us into, um, as we said, a civics lesson that we probably all need to have. Uh, and we'll watch how it goes. It, it's a good time to know the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to Jerry in Dothan. Listen to us on News Talk 103.9. Jerry, go ahead. Hey, guys. Uh, you remember the movie Weekend at Bernie's? Yes. yes. Well, let me be the first to warn you. If this uh, Ginsburg uh, kind of goes south, she might have a couple of guys toting her around till, uh Trump gets out of there. Well, Rick, that, I've got to ask a very important I, I'm question. I'm with you wow. on this. Uh, that's two uh, calls we, that, are I we, wish we would have thought of that. Yeah. Hems, you're off site, so maybe you and Adler can verify. Have we gone through a time warp, or did, or did I take a nap through two segments and I just woke back it, up? It's so bad, guys. I went back and made sure the tune-in channel was live. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, we just talked about our civil liberties, and we just talked about Weekend at Bernie's, didn't we? Yeah, yeah but, but you know, yeah. people are joined. I'm, I'm right, going right. to give them a pass. Maybe that. they just turned that. us off. No, okay, no, yeah. no, but, but it seems a little odd that we've it is, had it is. several of these gravity wave feelings here lately. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you have to understand. Also, it, I'll tell you what else. It, and this is Greg has picked up on this, I know, because this is his world. They also act like it's the first time it's ever been mentioned on the planet. <laughs> so that doesn't help anything. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Hams, your key is really good today. I mean, you it look is. like you're sitting you, in a box seat for the studio. You might as well be in here with us. I mean, that's a better spot than when you're usually in here. I do. I like this look of yeah. you better than the one we actually get when you're here. Yeah, it is cleaner. I'll tell you that. It is. Uh, we can. Sure. Ten- Let's go to Fort Walton, Florida. That David green Paint did the trick, buddy. David yeah. standing by. David, go ahead. Good. Good morning, guys. How are you? Hey, we're great. We're great. Go to uh, go to Google and type in how many Americans die every year in the United States, and you will see a CDC link. In the United it's States, we lose 2.8 million people a year. 647,000 are from heart attack. 599,000 are from cancer. You guys, it's continuing. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it, here's what we have to think in our minds. Mm-hmm. And you're right, sir. And we have talked about those numbers. 
we do this every day, kick off our guys for five hours, mm-hmm. Bub and I for four. <clears throat> but we get into this you know, we're illusion that people hear every single, which is not, and, and I know they don't. We it's, can't even remember ourselves. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. I mean, if somebody asks you at two o'clock today <laughs> about something on today's show, you may not be able to remember. Right. Sometimes I can't. I'll yeah. tell you one from ten years ago. I'm writing segment down, segments down. Sometimes I can't remember what we just did. <laughs> yeah. Well, y'all remember I pitched this bit to the show, but nobody backs me on it. I wanted to come out and do an hour and repeat the same story for the entire hour. And act like you're doing it, you know, the first time every time, and just see who notices. And then when callers call and call you out on it, say, "No, I'm sorry, you, you've lost. I don't know what you're talking about." But it's for four segments. Let's do the exact. I'll try to even do yeah. the exact same, you know, verbiage and yeah. all. Yeah, right. and just do re- it for four segments and just see, or just replay mm-hmm. that segment for three more. And when times. people call and yeah. call it out, tell them maybe they're crazy. Right. What are you talking about? We just now brought this up, right, yeah. guys? I will say this, and I am a little disturbed that uh, the. The Chicago Bulls documentary has been going on for three weeks, and we ain't discussed it yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It. Yeah. I know. It. Yeah, Bub and I basically did that, whatever the last two episodes yeah. were. Right. We, did, we did the entire and never episode. on a Monday. Yeah. yeah, never on a Monday. Jesse in Rainsville. Jesse, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Thirty seconds. Go ahead. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. This is the first time calling, by the way. Thanks. Um, yeah, right when this all this stuff started, uh, my wife contacted the Attorney General's office and was hurt. Hey, this is uh, unconstitutional. I wonder what Steve Marshall is going to do about it. And uh, they actually gave us a return phone call. And I know it wasn't him, it was his secretary or somebody <clears> in the <throat> office. But she told my wife that, hey, Steve Marshall doesn't work for the people. And my wife was like, yeah, he does. It's an elected position. And we're wondering, hey, what? is he going to stand up for our rights? Well, in all fairness, it appears, I'm, I hate you had that conversation, but it appears that he is. Uh, on the interview that we had with him uh, on the program, and um, if you look at what he said, because that's out there, we even put a we re- retweeted that on the Rick and Bubba Show uh, Twitter feed, so you can go read that for yourself. Our interview with him, uh, but I mean, I don't know what phone call you had. I, I certainly think you're telling me the truth, but the way he's actually carrying out his job seems to be in line. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Bubba, Nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG as we make our way back. Uh, so anyway, so it's some, some revealing things in the phone troll that, you know, just when we think something's been done too much, it, it, and we talked about this, did, did just get an email from somebody that said that Bob Denver died of COVID-19. Did y'all? Okay. Did y'all hear this guy on the phone? All right, so, Stop it. All right, so during the, during the pandemic, you know, we, we've been talking about, and we have, we'll do the story coming up next, we have a uh, salon owner that has been put in jail mm-hmm. for seven days. For seven days. Seven days. One day for each day she was open in defiance of the state law or so, yeah. uh, whatever they're, heck, yeah. they're calling it. She was talking about, I saw her pleading her case, look, my mm-hmm. livelihood, does nobody care about my livelihood at all and people well, can make their own choices? She, we'll read what yeah. she said, but basically she says, I'm being called selfish. She says, well, feeding my children is selfish, then I guess I am. Well, plus, <laughs> plus I have to go back to this again. Are we capturing people in the net and forcing them to get a haircut? I mean, don't you still choose whether you want to go there or not? And if you think it's not safe, don't go. But let me. But anyway, go, I go back to this. So Bubba's hair and everybody's hair, Greg's hair, 
Yeah. Speedy, no issue. Thanks, buddy. Helmsley, no issue. Adler couldn't care less. Homeless is fine with him. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the look he goes with. I don't know what's going on with Stretch. He's just curly. Yeah, and so Bubba's hair has been really – it had really gone down a bad road. And today – Rick, you don't like the Dagwood look? <laughs> <laughs> Some of y'all don't He's even know what that is. Look at you. Huh? And, huh? And How you, about that? You came in today, and it looks like you've taken this messy hair – and you've done something new with it, and it looks it looks nice. You look nice today. <laughs> I don't think it looks good. So what did you do? What? Well, it's 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 obviously more manageable today. It is. You've, what you've, do you think uh, I did to it? It looks like you maybe you got some product of some kind. Well, yeah. Um, hmm. There's different ways to accomplish. Oh boy. Manageability of your hair, right? Right. Greg, come so, out. So um, I'm here. No, I and 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 everybody knows this. I, I you know, I I listen to what Betty does with her hair and how she, you know, that what you do. I haven't had to really, you know, I'm a guy. I don't really spend a lot of time on it, you no, know. No. So, um you could put product in it whatever, but uh there's days and I have different shampoos I use sometimes just cuz I like to use different ones, you mm-hmm. know. You like to mix it up. I'm just that guy. Yeah. And uh, I usually spend a lot of time shampooing my hair. I mean, you know, you get in there, really work it good. And then there's some days I don't uh, spend as much time washing it and giving it a little more of its own natural body. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's kind of what it was today. I, I left it a little more, uh, you know, a little more natural. Breezy? Breezy? I didn't wash it as hard as I usually do. Are you saying that you are letting your hair get greasy enough that it'll come over? It's it's like natural product, Rick. <laughs> My goodness, right. it's body. It has its own body. It, it, it looks nice. I, I didn't I didn't shampoo it as hard as I usually would. Right. You you just did you shampoo it at all, or did you just, just run water? A, just a little bit. Just right. A little bit. It, by the way, is there more more water, less soap? Is there anybody here? And I know this is an ongoing, but joke. it'll it'll stay in place. When yeah, you do it will. It. <clears throat> but is there anybody here that does what it says on the shampoo bottle? I've never read it. It tells you to keep doing it over and over again. Oh, really? Repeat. The word repeat is mm-hmm. in there. Oh, wow. Yeah, that you're to wet, lather, rinse, repeat. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. I've never done that. No, I've never that's done like, it. That's, that's like, like washing, tail and mane. Hey, that's it, like washing a dog, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about tail and mane. And then you rinse the, the dog in its own bathroom. Right. Everybody knows So that. really what you said is your hair is greasier, so now it, it becomes it has, it has natural body to Well, it does, it oh does have God. that look. Okay, I, greasy. Greg, Greg, it does have that look. The guy that worked at every gas station. Yeah. He comb it over and it's, it's a little greasy. It well, you get the same look natural if, you, grease. If, you, if you shampoo it real hard and then put product in it. It's the same thing. Right. Yes. It's just natural. It's not waxy. Mm, clean. Greg, he ought to go get him a leather jacket and be a hood. <laughs> T-bird. It might be a T-bird. T-bird. <laughs> it's calmed over really neat. Look it at is. You look like huh? you look a little snazzy. Yeah. Like new Guys, money. I thought I thought Richard Gere was in the studio. Get <laughs> <laughs> you. Richard Gere's fat cousin. Uh-huh. Richard Gere got attacked by that murder hornet. Yep. yep. By, by the way, did, did y'all laugh at that? I may I, end up going, uh, you know, just combing it straight back. With a oh, lot of yeah, Pat Riley. Oh, do the Pat Riley. Yeah. Do you have a comb Pat in your Riley, office? Can Daddy we, D, can we you know, play with that, it a little bit? Look, you like that? <laughs> oh, Pat Riley. I've seen that, <laughs> the, the new one. Did y'all see the diagram on the murder hornet that has, uh, if we do nothing, we're going to spike up and two people might <laughs> yeah, be right. by. <laughs> and we can flatten the curve if we all just go inside and not come out for four months. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, uh, so, so, tell, the, so I guess we can get into the salon woman then. 
since you've, you've given us a secret to your hair, will you be doing it like this? But now, you said you, listened to, you said you listened to Betty about what she does to her hair. Well, women don't wash their hair every day. Yeah, they, right. no, they, they don't. And they, they can time it depending on how much fluff they want for any given right. time, how, how hard they wash it or when they wash it. Yeah, because yeah. I wash my hair every single day. Yeah, I, I do, do too. too. I yeah. do too. Mm-hmm. And, and women, women don't do that. And I, you know, shower every single day. Some days twice, twice depending mm-hmm. on what's going on. Yeah. yeah, I showered twice yesterday. Yeah, yeah. sometimes, that's sometimes it's not. Or... It's not to get clean. It's to wake up. Yeah, yeah. that's what I do. I yeah. think Adler's discussed this before. Do, do you don't wash yours every day either? Do you? I don't think yeah. he ever washes Mm-mm. it. <laughs> Greg, uh, it's let's see. It's uh, is it is it is it March, April, May, June? Is it June yet? <laughs> no, no, we're not to June yet. Yeah. Okay. Well, That's what uh, well, then when it's when it's June, it'll be time. It'll now, be how, time. how often yeah. do you wash your hair straight up? Um, I actually just use. I know this sounds crazy, but I use conditioner every single time I get in the shower, and so I put conditioner in it, give it a good scrub, and then I comb it through just because my hair gets tangled up so bad every day if I don't do that. So it's actually just conditioner every day. You don't use shampoo. Don't ever. Use shampoo ever. I don't use shampoo ever. I'm, just, no, I'm weird. That, buddy, I do, that's, I that is weird. But you know, they have a, a com- they have a combo. They got shampoo and yeah, conditioner. Yeah, got mane and tail. Yeah, get that mane and tail. Listen to you, Speedy. Adler, Adler. I got to tell you this though. Somebody had made the comment, and who said it? I'm not going to say. But they said that Adler is moving from the "Hey, I'm a manly man" hair to Charles Manson hair. Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's a fine line there, Adler. <laughs> so how do you trim what you've got? I mean, where, what's the next state? When you do decide to cut it at some point, well, you, how, how, where do you go there? Well, you can't go to anywhere right now because they're all outlawed. Right. Sure. Well, it's, it's That's so true. crazy, the scissors won't cut it. <laughs> the electric bend. clipper Guys, goo up. Well, this, yeah. is, this is kind of inside, but I'll go ahead and tell you all this. All right, so for my podcast, I wanted to get with – there's like this cool hipster barbershop here in town. And I reached out to the guy because I wanted him to cut my hair. I could interview him and talk to him or whatever. He's got this super cool barbershop. It's inside a record store. And the dude won't get back to me straight up. I think it's because he doesn't like the show or something. He well, will not. <laughs> <laughs> well, Who hey, would have thought hey. a hipster with a record store barbershop and didn't like the show? Yeah. yeah. But Adler, you need to point out to him, no one has fought harder for barbershops than us. That's right. Yeah, for but real. What we're doing to barbershops is ridiculous. And we come back. We've had somebody's been arrested. Yeah. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Radio's Dream Team Rick Burgess Bill Bubba Bussey Calvin Speedy Wilburn The Real Greg Burgess Helmsy And Eddie Van Adler Moving forward, six minutes past the hour. Uh, you can join us. We'll get more phone calls in this hour. Will of Meat could spin today. Uh, it'll definitely spin by the end of the week. Welcome back. Properly positioned behind mic number two. Out of the broadcast closet and Radio Free Bubba. There's Bubba. Rick, glad to be here. Uh, you know, the Radio Free Bubba thing is funny to me because I, I saw some email and comments. People didn't understand that. And they didn't. I, I guess they... Yeah. I guess they're younger and they didn't they yeah. didn't know about Radio Free Europe and all that. Yeah, the, the pirate but, radio stations, come and, on, and man! Pumping pumping signals into behind the Iron yes. Curtain. I mean, yeah. that was. But anyway, we'll explain that later. But I just thought that was funny. Uh, so yeah, that, you know, it, I was very we're, we're disturbed. Da- we're dating ourselves with that. Yeah, I was very disturbed talking to Stretch yesterday because we were talking about several 
things that, that led up to things that we're seeing in the news now. And I'd mentioned a couple of things, uh, you know, historical things that he had no idea what I was talking about. And I go, wow. Well, he's and, right there behind you looking. I know. I'm not, it's not his fault. He just hadn't been talking. I know. Poor I guess. Little, these young people, Bubba. They, I mean, I, I, one day in here, I mentioned uh, – oh, look, that's a great ad, by the way. Did you mm. see that? Put that back up, Adler. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, Hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There it is. And we also had uh, Radio Marti that we used to beam to the Cubans, too. Do you remember that? Not, no, I didn't know anything mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. Sure, everybody knows that, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, from the yep. side view, you got your hair going, and there's a couple of strands that <laughs> yeah, are just, sure. you know, they're a little bit I'm more jealous. free spirit. You're going to have that. Yeah. I'm jealous. Mine, I, I look like the late Frank DeFord. Do you, do you remember me? <laughs> Bless his heart. When he would do sports stories, yes. and I wondered why his hair looked like yeah, that. Am yeah. I starting to look like that? Right, here's you a challenge. You know, you again, like I mean, I, Frank had good stories, but his hair drove me nuts. I'm, yeah. I'm not trying to get You're all over that. <laughs> yeah. Rick, I'm not trying to get on the governor, the AG, Here we go. the police. My goodness. Okay, love the police. Go. They put their life on the line yeah. every day. But that's just something that just <clears throat> seems odd to me. We have opened, okay, mm-hmm. as of yesterday, what I think is the largest mall in the state. I know it's the largest one in, in our town. Okay. Uh, probably the largest or one of the largest in the state. Except for Able Mall. And, oh, yeah. and, you, <laughs> and, you, and you still can't get a haircut? I know. Well, it, it, it makes no sense. We, we've opened a place called the Galleria. We will have. That is tied to a hotel, to restaurants, has I don't know how many hundreds of shops in there all over the place, and you can't get a haircut. I think we're going to open up sports and concerts and all that before we can get a haircut. <laughs> somebody somebody has, has really made somebody at the top right. mad. They must have got a bad haircut. Luke Brown their, will be back their, on tour their, before their, we get it. <laughs> their spouse ran off with a barber. I don't know what <laughs> it is. Somebody it. has got a burr under their saddle for barbers. Yeah, I don't know what the deal what is. Did, what and cosmetologists the, everywhere. What did the barbers and cosmetologists do to upset everybody? Good but, so we have. Uh, we now have a. You know, in our the last we heard from the defiant uh, barber in our city, he'd been fined five thousand dollars, but I think was still operating. Right. Yeah. Uh, he, that was two days had, in. Yeah, we don't know. Now, I'm afraid to ask where it is now. Okay, but I'll ask him. He got, he got a citation the first day he was open. And then after the second day, he had a total of nine. Everybody that was cutting hair got a citation. Everybody cutting hair got a citation, too. So We're talking about cutting hair. Bob, I'd like to see you go down there. I mean, Greg, yeah. Greg, you realize what we're talking about? We're talking about cutting hair. I know. I know. But anyway. And, and it's just something, I don't know. And again, I'm not trying to be difficult here, Rick. I'm really not. You know me. That's not my nature. No. <laughs> but, but when you have trained law enforcement officers who are trained in the use of deadly force, they are packing guns that can kill people, mm-hmm. okay, trained in how to use them. They have extra clips, Rick, in case the gunfight goes on a while, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. They're in bulletproof vests to protect them as they should be. And they are trained in so many aspects of dealing with, uh, you know, the, the criminal element of our society. And God bless them for doing it. They, they deal with drug dealers and, you know, uh, people who are shipping people around. And, you know, I mean, it, it's just all kind of stuff they have to deal with. Unbelievable what's, what's on them, the pressure. But they have to take time out of their day to go after a man that has a comb and scissors. It just doesn't. It's just that's just. I, I guess know. some There's scissors could be dangerous, but not many. Not if you don't run with them. Right, that's true. Yeah, when you're walking, <laughs> controlled. So it, it, does that? I mean, it, <laughs> why does that bother me so much? Well, I, mean, I just can't. I just can't. I'll tell you why. I can't process it. I tell you why it bothers you because <laughs> it it defies logic 
and and I know I, I keep going back and forth with this one emailer that I can't get this person to understand. Well, you can't compare it to people being allowed to go to the dentist because you, you can have things in your mouth that need to be fixed. I understand that, but aren't mm-hmm. you also allowed just to go to get your teeth cleaned? Mm-hmm. I you, think you, now, see, because earlier you could go for, like, I, I saw the same email. When you had an emergency, they were encouraging you to go because they didn't want it to get bad. You had abscess. to end up in, in yeah, the hospital exactly. because they didn't want people at the hospitals. But right so they've now, had a, they've been able to do that, but I think now can. they can just do maintenance, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. Well, if I that's can, what you're talking, yeah. About. So if I can go, and I know all the things about the malls and all the different things and all the shop. We talked about all those, but everybody says, "Well, close proximity." Well, have you ever had your teeth cleaned? Uh, everybody's got mask on, everybody's got gloves on, and everybody's in your mouth. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if I can have my teeth cleaned, which I don't have a problem with, let people make their own decision, then I can get a haircut. It's really that simple. Rick, dermatologists can check your skin right now. Okay, well, see, if I can do that and all these other things we're talking about, so a Dallas salon owner who reopened, just like we're talking about here, despite – God bless you if you get lice right now. Despite coronavirus restrictions, they're going to put a salon owner in jail for seven days if it all stands. Uh, And and they they say that she can stay out of jail – if she will offer an apology for selfishness, what? I got hey, a, whoa, 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 whoa. That's what, say, it that's what the, it says. The judge gave her a choice. Whoa. She could apologize for being selfish, pay a fine, and shut down until this Friday, which is when they're supposed to get to open anyway on the current schedule. Okay, and she she said she wouldn't. What you want to read? What, you want to read her response word for word, Rick? It says, "I have to dis- disagree with you, sir, when you say that I'm selfish because feeding my kids." is not selfish. I have hairstylists that are going hungry because they would rather feed their kids as opposed to having some for themselves. So, sir, if you think the law is more important than kids getting fed, then please go ahead with your decision, but I'm not going to shut down the salon. She says there's nothing selfish about we all need our income. Well, I got news for you. I don't have to apologize. Can I? I'll just pay my fine, and that's enough. You can't f- tell me that now. If you apologize, well, publicly, basically, the judge was saying, "Get on your knee, yeah, mm-hmm. and bow your head to me, and I'll let you." Right, walk. So, how much is the fine? And I'll write you a check. Well, that's what she said, but she got she got a little jail time to go because with she it. didn't apologize. So they're going to allow them on May the eighteenth to open at twenty five percent capacity. Uh, she says there'll be one. They said there'll be one customer per stylist. And people can only wait inside if they maintain social distancing. Appointment scheduling is encouraged to avoid large crowds. Uh, everybody wears uh, is encouraged to wear masks, and of course the stylists wear masks. I just think that cutting hair is is something that, first of all, is a choice for somebody. They don't have to do it. And again, we're talking about people's livelihoods. And some of this, I don't know how it works with salons. Uh, I don't have any idea, but I know the restaurant people because we, we've talked with some of them. <laughs> They're saying, telling us to open at 25% or 50%. Absolutely you, I mean, that ain't going to help us because our whole business design is around 100%. You know, I mean, if, if we could have survived at 50%, that's all the tables we'd have anyway. Or 20, 25%. Now we're we're talking about Greg Abbott uh, in Texas, who is the governor, who we are a big fan of, by the way. Yeah. I, I think he's rock And his star. lieutenant governor has been, yeah. man, what a voice of reason. He's I, I would like to see them intervene in this maybe a little bit. Uh, the governor also said weddings are part of ceremonies involved in the rules for religious services, funerals, burials, and memorials. They can occur, but they must have limited seating arrangements. Yeah, I've talked to a pastor that, 
said it's been so bizarre. Says you're doing a funeral, and there's the a, a small number of people that are there by the the graveside. And he said, and you look off in the distance, and like you know, yards away will be other people yeah. standing there trying to pay their respects. It's really strange. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. And so um, it's a. Uh, but again, I don't understand why the hair salons are in the bind they're in. It doesn't make any sense. You know, too, cosmetologists and restaurants are some of the most regulated business we have by the state already. Yeah. I mean, they, they don't just walk in there and cut hair. They have a lot of things they go by before we had coronavirus. We'll be back in 15 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The 21 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We'll get to more of your phone calls coming up at the bottom of the hour. I, I couldn't believe when the guys were telling me this next story we were, we're going to do today. I mean, I, I couldn't believe it. Uh, and, and I didn't think it was right that Gary Busey is going to be a judge and a new show oh, called be there. called Pet Judge. <laughs> Rick, in I will be in there. The, in the midst of the pandemic, we have prayers that have been answered. <laughs> Gary Busey will do, will basically be doc, uh, will be Judge Judy for for animals. For animals, like the the cases are about animals. Are pet, the animals pet owners? Ca- you know, pet owners against each, and he's going to be the judge to decide it. Which I know he's going to give us some. <laughs> Some lessons and some sayings. Oh, and yeah. oh does what, he? What do you call it? The little abbreviations? Acronyms. Acronyms oh, he is he the had, he's yeah. the king of those. Uh-huh. Hey, he can spit them out in a hurry, too. Right. Well, hey. here's, here's some things, of course, that look pretty obvious, and I see they're saying the same thing in the story, and you guys are right. It's disputes between aggrieved pet owners. Hmm. Uh, and um, when I look, it says, is Gary Busey a real judge? No. <laughs> no. Does he know anything about pet law? I mean, I, I, that's what I was wondering. Does he have the authority? <laughs> To, to actually do anything. <laughs> What's his formal training in this? Pet litigation. <laughs> Guys. Yeah, huh? it, I will be so in this. You know, Gary, when you look back, because you know, he's been around forever, <laughs> and you watch his work you know, in the old days, and he was just as normal as he could be. Mm-hmm. And then I'm not making fun, but ever since he that took that head dive into the curb with no helmet on, uh, yeah. from that point forward, yeah. he is he either got some new uh, superpowers from it and he, with these acronyms he can come up with <laughs> just like that, well, they're, they're saying, Greg, there's already some signs that you will get your wish. Yes. Uh, and we have this. What is this? What it, about this is a, a little 45-second uh, oh, uh, you know, look-in to see what it's going to be Oh, like. i got to have this. Right. Right, here we go. Well, he's got a great point there. And the sign that says, no snakes allowed, that keeps them out. Right. No dogs allowed. No locusts allowed. No munchkins allowed. None. Whatever you don't want in there. In your hotel, put the sign up that says what's not allowed. I understand, Your Honor, but I just want to point out that he never, until arriving at the hotel, said that he was going to be bringing snakes with him, and all those other pet owners stayed ahead of time. So this was a their surprise. Room. It was a surprise, and there was over 30 snakes in that box. It was a lot, a lot of snakes. Surprise! So How does that feel? Not great. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gary Busey, pet judge. Is okay. that real? Y'all, is is this, that real? That, that, I feel like I just saw Saturday Night Live. Oh, granted, uh, it's scripted is from it, day it, one, it, but I don't care. 
It's not real, but I can't. Guys, his hair time. alone is worth watching. It, it, well, is. it being scripted Pandemic's hurts a little. Pandemic really hurt him. Yeah. Yeah. Greg, let's go back to this again, guys. Man, I look like a model now. Did I hear him say <laughs> that you need to put up a sign that says things you don't want there, and he put munchkins <laughs> yeah. Yes, he did. in man. the list? Munchkins? Yeah. And did she say she was surprised, and then all of a sudden the defendant screams out surprise yeah. at her? Surprise. Yeah. Or was that the uh, bailiff? Like bailiff, 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 bailiff. bailiff. Which is even weirder. She said I thought it was the defendant. So does, does this does this get does this get you? In? I'm gonna watch it, but now here's what's here's what I'm up against. I love Gary and his bizarreness, but you can the 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 plaintiff and all of them. I believe it's scripted. Also had had that feel about to it, and that's gonna get on my nerves. They were like thirty snakes inside there. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I like. There's right. not to me. There's nothing funnier than real. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. it's got to be. Well, real. Greg, what do you call it? The genuine, the genuine article. article, Rick, you can't beat it. And uh, <laughs> I had I had people down crying. Rick, you can't but I, beat I gave him Greg's speech about the genuine article. Greg certainly loves a sitcom, and he certainly loves something that's scripted and all this. But there's nothing quite like that's right. The, the genuine, genuine article, Rick. And I two words, Jessica White. I, I know. I, I, know, I, know. I know. I told him I yeah. was. A standard. I don't have to say anything. I told him else. I was yeah. a standard. Yeah. That is. That, you know. Oh, it's did a you walking dog? Did you Did you think it that is. did 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 Tiger King live up to that for you? No. Okay. It, it was okay. It was just too bizarre. You know what I mean? Okay, so it can be too. Weird. It was. See, I never have seen it because I just, it just looked too bizarre. Yeah, I, seen I know everybody's seen it, but me. But I'm on. I, have, I haven't seen it. Either. The whites are just good white trash. Time ten, <laughs> right? You know, this 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 tiger thing had so many weird turns. Now it had some characters that would fit in it, right? You know, like the one guy who the only time you can interview him, he's got a shirt off so he can show off his tattoos, <laughs> stuff like that. Well, it but, had it had elements of it. Right, but the main guy—he was just well, like, he was just over. So what you're saying is this: here's an example, just an audio clip. It, for you, if somebody <laughs> pretended to be this guy, it could be funny. But the fact that this is just how this guy is, yeah. Little lawnmower, and he attacked me, exactly. knocked me down in the wood pile, tried to stomp on me. If I'd had my gun on me at the time, he wouldn't have gotten nowhere. I usually carry it. You know, you can't beat that. He's not trying to be funny. Right. At all. And then, He's telling you about what happened to him and that llama. And then, of course, you have. This thing oh, was God. 10 foot tall. So all these people, that's the yeah. genuine article. I don't yeah. like character. I mean, I'm not. I say I don't like. I'm not as intrigued with people. Hey, I play the old country goofy guy. You know, that's I what play I mean. that guy. Well, you, you know, so I have a very low sensitivity or very high sensitivity to that, a low tolerance and high sensitivity yeah. to that in phone trolls. Yeah. If somebody comes on, I think they're trying to be a country guy. But see, Gary's the genuine article. Exactly. But when people are trying to be that way, Gary's that's not example. that's not that funny to me. No. no. And no. Gary's well, a character. Gary, just for you. I tucked the butcher knife and held it up to her neck. I said, if you want to live to see tomorrow, you better start frying them eggs a little bit better than what you're frying. I'm tired of eating sloppy, slimy eggs. You can't beat him. <laughs> right. <laughs> Rick, he'll go from being just, he'll tell you that, just evil, and then all of a sudden he'll be ph- philosophical. I mean, yeah. especially when he's dressed as Elvis. Yeah. Now here's where he'll fool you. Even in the you know the one the Wild Whites of West Virginia, which he's older in that one. I've never seen that one. Yes, yeah, boy, wow. But anyway, it's it's still nothing like the original. But he'll have a beard, then he won't have a beard, then because so you got to pay attention because he he changes his look a lot. If I remember, because you know we all saw it together for the very first time oh, right. while we were recording right the, down here the CD one. Fat Chance or yeah. whatever it was. It was getting ready for a show or something. Yeah. So <laughs> if I remember correctly, there's Jesse. Mm-hmm. And then there's Jesco, and then and then there's Elvis. Elvis. Yeah. So sometimes he's Elvis. Yes. Okay. Well, it took all them thoughts away from him, right? <laughs> yeah. It was Elvis collection. Yeah. It, it, the Elvis collection took all those evil thoughts out of his head. 
Rick, when, when, which one was he's mean? Jesse, is that mean? Yeah, she's is that the mean one? Yeah, I, yeah. I think she saves the devil himself. Right. Yeah. Put it this way, Rick, <laughs> in, in the wild whites of West Virginia, he's getting a tattoo on his back, and it represents his two personalities. They got Elvis and Charles Manson tattooed <laughs> on his back. Oh my gosh! <laughs> what a combination! What a, what, what a swing! Mm-hmm. But I love when he tries to get philosophical, though. Oh, that's the best. You know, it's like a, you know the heart. You know, in the heart, I tell you. And, and you know, and he'll just go <laughs> what Gary Busey does. Oh yeah, Gary's Rick. Gary Busey just, you know, being Gary Busey. So he's that's a genuine, genuine article. Oh no doubt. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and I sadly, I believe you know a little damage from that wreck. Yeah. Well, sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, no, Greg, I don't think anybody's doubting yeah. that. I think we're all in agreement. Because yeah. you remember him when he uh, when he was like the manager, Chris Christopherson's manager in mm-hmm. Stars Born. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, he was cool as ever. Right. But yeah. he's that guy's long gone. Right. It, it, like you know, like, that guy does not exist anymore. <laughs> no, I know what you're talking. About. It's, it's like you know, it's Rick, one. There it is. There's the tattoo. Okay. Ooh. There's his two personalities. <laughs> well, that's a big tattoo. <laughs> tied, to, tied together with a rebel flag and a bottle well, of whiskey. Yes. Don't sure. think that's not going to be. There. Greg, is that his dancing shoes? There's his dancing shoes. Now, Greg, his dad had more steps than who? Freddie Stairs. <laughs> Rick, fifty-two more. <laughs> and tell them every- see those 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 details. 52. And tell the audience that's where "Stay in It" came from, right? Am I right? Yeah, when he would scream, wrong. "Stay in well, it!" They were doing it. Yeah, the yard, tearing the front yard. Yeah, yeah. When, that was Stay a, in it. that was his sister. Yes, it's so good. Yeah, she was the wildest one on the wall. Oh yeah, <laughs> Mamie, Mamie. She's she's featured most in the second one. <laughs> her and all her kids. 52, not not 50, 52 more steps than Freddie Stairs. <laughs> Your phone calls are next. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. To the people we go. 35 minutes past the hour. Thanks for being with us today. Don't forget 1-800-Flowers.com. Don't forget mom. Coming up this Mother's Day, uh, go to 1-800-Flowers.com. They're committed to the safety of their team members as well as your family, and all the deliveries are contactless. Uh, Now, go ahead and pick your date. Look, it's Sunday. It's coming up. I mean, you need to get this done. And, boy, do they have a great selection of gifts, too. There's a lot of variety there. You can add some chocolates if you want, a Mylar balloon, put it in there, a a note from you. 1-800-Flowers.com. Click the radio icon. Enter the code Bubba. That's 1-800-Flowers.com. Dot com. The code is Bubba. You'll also find a link there at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. All right, so we'll start with Gary out of Birmingham, Alabama, listening to us on 104.7 WZZK. 30 seconds, Gary. Go right ahead. What's up, guys? It's actually Carrie, but hey, that's okay. All right, Carrie. Well, that's close. All right, listen, this may not be a secret menu item, but rolling out of uh, Cinco de Mayo, you guys ever heard of Agua de Pina? This is a fam- something to do with water. I'm it's sure. a family show. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Listen, listen. It, it is, it's their version of lemonade, but made out of um, a pineapple. Man, I'm telling you, on these to-go orders, order a agua de piña and also something called chorizo. What I feel like we just said something dirty on there. I any do any I think, Mexican I think restaurant? He's one on. How about yeah. any Mexican restaurant? <laughs> I don't know. If they'll all. Have I think. It. He, I think he said something in water. I know. Those words sound like pineapple in water, but I mean, we don't know. <laughs> it sounds like other things. <laughs> yeah. So, so there you go. By the way, we uh, we did have tacos for lunch yesterday for Cinco de Mayo uh, at the house. We had them for dinner. Anonymous out of Alabama. Anonymous, go ahead. Welcome to Rick and Bubba. Hey guys, how are y'all? Good, We're great. 
I'm going to touch base with you guys. I've been in law enforcement in two, in two months, be 20 years. Thank you for your service. Absolutely. It's been a, it's been a privilege and sometimes I wish I'd have been a fireman, but, um, it's it's uh, this citation stuff. If I get a call to go to a barber shop and write a citation, I'm probably just gonna go in there and get my hair cut and tipping <laughs> and walk out because we're we're getting to the point where we're violating the First Amendment right. I know initially, you know, we got to do what we got to do to protect each other and ourselves, but we're we're getting to the point where we're violating yeah. the First Amendment if people are peacefully peacefully the right to assemble. Uh, and what I'm saying in that also is this, is that um, I can't, how am I going to go in and shut a man down who is trying to put food on his table and is trying to feed his family and pay his bills? And I'm going to go in and I'm going to write him a $500 citation because that helps. I'm not doing it. And the day that my chief or my whoever calls and tells me that you're going to do it, I will walk in and turn my badge in along with, with uh anything else that I need to turn in along with, I'm not going to disarm our citizens. Uh, and yeah. I think, I think a lot of guys have lost a very, very core value and it's called common sense. 90% of this job is common sense. If I walk into a man's, uh, a, a lady's salon or a man's barber shop, I'm going to write him a $500. Stop being stupid. Yeah. Anonymous, can I? Can I oh, okay. he's gone. Okay. Yep. So the well, I, I, and I actually saw a sheriff's deputy in uniform. So there was no doubt that he truly was doing that at a city council meeting. He said anything that's unconstitutional, because I put my hand on the Bible and said I was here to uphold the Constitution and to keep law and order, which right. is what right. government is designed for, even biblically. Uh, but I'm not going to enforce any law that is outside the Constitution. Well, and see, look, I can Period. play. I can play both sides of this. Uh, I understand you have to have command and control. You mm-hmm. have to have, you know, and you should be obeying orders. Everybody has a chain of command. I guess is a better term for it. Um, and at what point, if you're not, um, if you're not enforcing the laws do you become like the legislature do you go well i'm i'm now the legislature i'm gonna change the law or you know whatever i understand that but you have to balance that with i can't do something that i think is constitutionally wrong either how do you you know how do you balance that out well he said he did say if it came down to it that i was told i can't balance that out and i just turn my stuff in don't be a policeman right yeah uh we continue uh let's go to eddie montgomery i-92 wlwi eddie go ahead Good morning, Rick. Hey, buddy. Um, uh, I'm just curious to, to know how many of these political uh, and public officials that are making these decisions have missed a paycheck. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, I would. I don't know for a fact, but I'm. I'm going to guess none. Yeah, well, yeah, that would be my guess. Yeah. And also, I'm guessing that probably the barber shops and hair salons and things like that don't collect sales tax i know that some people say and i do not know this to be a fact and every state would would uh, differ wildly but it goes back to a a a life truth that we talked about on the program and we didn't come up with it but it's a life truth follow the money and uh and i've had people suggest that it, it appears the reason why these things look so arbitrary is they seem arbitrary to us but if you follow the money they don't they're not very arbitrary at all now i don't know that that's true or not i don't know how sales taxes are collected and i don't know who pays more or who pays less or how state's revenue. I have no idea. Uh, so that could just be total hogwash. But I will I will tell you this. 
back to your original question, and we said this on the air a couple of weeks ago, if I'm in a situation where I'm getting income and it has not stopped, okay, and you're getting no income, and which one of us, if I'm in a position and I'm getting a check and I'm in a position to say, I think we need to give us thing maybe two more months, <laughs> which one of us makes that decision easier, the one who keeps getting a check or the one who doesn't get a check? Yeah, so it's, it's not even close. As long as the person, the people making these decisions, they're not uncomfortable and they're not losing money. See, they can't really empathize with those of you out there that aren't getting a check. They don't know what it's like because they're still getting theirs. So then they can come up with all kinds of well, let's look. We just need to be sure we're safe. We're never gonna risk, never gonna reach the risk-free zone. Never. What we want to do is minimize, do the best we can do. But there comes a point that the economy and these people need to be allowed to get income to survive, period. And then let the people who are their clients or their potential customers make a decision. Some of these places may go out of business anyway because people won't, won't return to do that again. Or they may say, well, I won't come get my haircut here anymore unless you move that chair over here and you do this and do that. I'm going to get my haircut somewhere else that will. That's the free market, and that's, that's freedom, and that's people making their own decisions. But to your point, sir, is if the people making these decisions for us keep getting a check, they can't really empathize with those that aren't. Yeah, that when you're not getting a check, that's when we're all in it together. Right. Uh, we continue. John in North Carolina. John, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Thirty seconds. This morning they were talking about flyovers, where there was two flybys, one in Michigan and one in uh, Washington State. The one in Michigan, the guy was driving a 2016. Charger Hellcat. He was running 180 miles an hour. The one in Washington State guy was driving a 2008 Corvette, and he was running 192 miles an hour, drunk, on the way to get breakfast. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't heard that story. We will do next segment though a a a flyover that was misunderstood. Yeah. Uh, no. Yesterday, uh, we'll uh, we'll go to Bryant in Dothan, News Talk 103.9. Bryant, go ahead. Hey, guys, uh, just something for you to think about and for, for things coming. Anytime the I own a small business in Dothan, and uh, anytime that you see drop in, in sales tax and revenues from uh, in the area, uh, you can bet that within a few months after this and things settles down, the state's going to try to tally that up. And what you'll start seeing is a lot of audits on, uh, on sales tax and tax collected on a lot of these businesses that are operating now. Uh, to try to drum up any little extra income, any extra dollars. Oh, yeah, the government's very good at revenue. Uh, we, Alice in Mobile. Alice, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Hey. Um, I just want to say, first, nobody in my extended family lost their job. They were all deemed essential. But I'm tired of hearing that everybody did was essential, that got to keep their jobs are heroes. And all these non-essential people that lost their jobs are to be so grateful. And Kay Ivy, dang um, show some courage, please. Yeah, it's uh, I'm I'm hearing some of this too that you know people who have been deemed non-essential that uh, and because some of the essential stuff looks very um, essential is in the eye of the yeah, beholder. Like be beauty is, and and I'm not, and I know a lot of people that feel this way <laughs> about I, themselves. I'm not saying this about anybody else. Okay, hear me out because I know what I'm about to say is delicate. I got it. But there's a lot of people in the military. There's a lot of people in the medical field. There's a lot of people that are first responders. 
a lot of people that are that, that are in law enforcement, and um, and and they they will say themselves when someone is just doing their job that they it was heroic that they chose to do it, but they'll say we all went into these lines of work knowing what it entailed. There's really no need to call us heroes because we're just doing our job. Uh, heroic means I did something above and beyond what was expected of me. And, you know, if, if you're in the medical field and this is expected of you, uh, if you're in law enforcement, this is expected of you. If you're in the military, you're, this is what's inspe- expected of you, first responders and fill in the blank. I still think that you, you have, that you are deemed heroic because you did volunteer to do these things when you didn't have to. But as far as actually doing them, I've had a lot of them say, it's nothing heroic about me doing what was expected. I'm just doing my job. Uh, and, um, you know, that, that I've heard some of that too, but where you get in trouble is when you say the person who's still in business is a hero and you just need to be thankful, even though you're not getting an income, I don't consider politicians to be heroes. I never have, uh, just like this thing about, man, we just got such tough decisions to make. Well, you asked us to vote for you. You said, toss you the keys. You begged us to put you in this position. You're not a hero. Do your job. And uh, so for, for politicians, 100%, the burden of making decisions. Well, that's what you asked for, Halls. And Halses. Remember that one? Yeah. Halts and Halses. Halsettes. That's what you asked. You, you begged us. You put up a lot of signs. You asked people to donate to your campaigns. You wanted this job. So do it. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. It is eight minutes now to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, we're back. Wednesday Bible study back today. Uh, It'll be at noon central time on our YouTube channel, live, and then we'll archive it, usually by 2 o'clock central time, and uh, we have it archived on our YouTube channel. Then we'll move it to the podcast channel archives, and then we'll put links on all our on all of our social media platforms. The Gospel of John, thirty three sessions, is complete. We move into a new uh, study starting today. The study from the book, The Unsaved Christian. Uh, all right. So um, yesterday, I started watching the group text. You know, the Rick and Bubba group text is always very entertaining. It's a lot mm-hmm. to watch, and um, there there was some murmur campaign that was that was starting. You know, we've all seen these, hey, man, have you seen the Blue Angels and the Thunderbirds working together? <laughs> and they're, they're encouraging our medical teams, and they're flying over this city, and they're flying over that city. And, and we all love a flyover. I certainly love them. And, uh, I love a flyover. I love a good flyover. I love a good yeah. They give me chills every time. Yeah, yeah. And so a rumor started that our city was going to get a flyover. So, so well, I got a text from Hales. I drove over here. Yeah. You did not. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you told me about eleven one thirty. Yeah, <laughs> so Ham's, close to Brookwood. Ham's, ready. What, what happened? You seem to be on the front lines of this. Well, uh, it impacted my world a little bit yesterday. So I was outside pressure washing, and Amanda came out of the house, and she goes, "Oh my goodness, the Blue Angels are about to fly over. We got to get everybody in the car." 
and and go there's a place where we watch fireworks i don't want to yeah. say where it's i know at where it's at i don't want to get, I know where yeah and that's and where so i was going till i found it's out. our secret spot and <laughs> and hundreds of other people know about this and so she's like we got to go i got to go pick so she had other people involved hey, i gotta go pick so and so up and all this i said amanda i'm gonna let you have it i'm gonna finish doing what i'm doing i'm nasty i gotta get this done in the next hour or so I said, y'all have fun. I said, I'll try to listen for them and maybe they'll fly over our house because it's or, just a mile or two down the road. Or you can go to Pensacola this summer and you can sit yeah, there. Go to the beach every day. And so I didn't think anything else of it. And they came back and they had the most disappointing faces. And I'm like, <laughs> I thought, I, I thought at first, okay, Braden Caroline's got into it or yeah, something's right. happened. You know, the, the you thought it was family stuff. trouble. You thought it was family <laughs> I thought, trouble. I thought, I thought, you know what? This is why I don't go anywhere with y'all. You know, the, cause that's kind of what I was thinking. And uh, she goes, well, that was a big disappointment. <laughs> and I said, what are you talking about? And she goes, they never showed up. And I said, the Blue Angels? What? And she goes, yeah, the Blue Angels, Thunderbirds. They never showed up. And I said, well, what do you mean? She goes, Michael, there were hundreds of people Everybody waiting, lined up waiting. The sheep and she goes, now this big, she didn't, know, she didn't know that it was a fuel tanker kind of thing. She goes, this big fuel um, plane came by, and that was it. And it was a little lower than normal, but that's all. Had a tail and hanging just, out the back of it. <laughs> And so I told her, I said, well, Amanda, I said, I don't know what to tell you. So I kept pressure washing. Well, then I got to looking back at the text she sent me a couple of days ago. And she said, hey, send this to the guys and look at it, whatever. And so I did. And if you read the message, it doesn't say anything about the Blue Angels, Red Tails, Thunderbirds. It simply says an air refueling wing flyby. That's all it says. So what so, you people just saw exactly just what it said, it, and they yeah. and they took the, I guess their life they never had you know their dad or their granddad break down the 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 word well, assume assume yeah. for them. Gosh, yeah. I can still see the time, first time mm. it was broken down for me. Yeah, so, somebody wrote it in dust on the side of a tractor, yeah. uh, and, and then and, covered up part and, of it, and then took their <laughs> and, and then started doing little slices through. I it. guess they figured flyby just means Blue Angels or Thunderbirds. Well, they didn't yeah. read well, the part. They saw on they, the news. They didn't read the part about the fueling. They saw that on the news where they flew over New York. Exactly, and you saw the footage from inside the cockpit of the planes. It was very impressive. And you're having a flyover here to thank the people working in the hospitals on the front line of this pandemic. And you see that footage and you hear flyover and you just put it together. You're, you're reading yeah. what's going to happen, but it doesn't, it doesn't register with you. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, we had a, we had a caller. They don't read the, the rest kickoff of hour that said there were hundreds of people out on the tops of buildings in downtown Birmingham, <laughs> all excited, waiting on them to fly by. <laughs> and, then, and then in different markets, in different markets, <laughs> there were jets that flew by, and yeah. everybody just assumed they were, you know, the Blue Angels, but it was actually the um, the National Guard, Army, or, the, the uh, Air National Guard, yeah, yeah. Doing, and it didn't cost because they have to do so many hours of training mm-hmm. anyway. They just coordinated it. Yeah, for the you'll see day. them every now. So and then. Yeah. it didn't cost any extra money. Everybody, you know, get nah, tore up about that. Down. Yeah, they had to do it anyway. It was normal. <laughs> they just they just put it all on one day in different places. I know Tuscaloosa got two jets that flew. Well, over. that explains. I was at Doctor Barry, the veterinarian's office in Piedmont. And Lee Hubbard flew over one. <laughs> In his, in his prop in his <laughs> 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 hey, hey, there's a flyover. 
Thunderbirds. <laughs> Flew over the farm wreck. <laughs> hey, stand out here in the pasture. The Blue Angels coming over. <laughs> the, uh, so, Dale, do, back, you, do you see the, the training jets where you are? Uh-huh. We used to see them in Jemison almost mm-hmm. almost every afternoon. Oh, yeah, I see them a lot. Yeah. The coyotes would start well, barking that? when they went me. by because it hurts their ears. Oh, I know. And then Please you... tell me people weren't on top of the buildings downtown. <laughs> yeah, they were on top. Oh, yeah. A picture yeah. if you're the guy. I've who... got footage off social media where, I mean, there's a mob of people, and they see the <laughs> tanker go over, and they're like, hey, that's the plane, it, that's the plane that fuels them. They must be right behind it. <laughs> you know on Independence Day when they go out and they're on top of the building, they're holding signs up? <laughs> yeah, right yeah. Before, right Welcome, Blue Angels. My, my, my that's favorite, what I'm picturing. My favorite part kids, is Kids, the, kids, get ready. Here they come. <laughs> Here they come. Hey, hey, they're coming now. That's a fueling plane right there. <laughs> And, and it was a little bit of there was a little I, bit of cloud never, cover yesterday, so you know people were going. I think I see them. Wait a minute, I hear them. Yeah. I hear them. Well, the, the weird part about it is, as you said, Helmsy, they were never told. The they Blue never, it ain't like somebody yeah. made a mistake. Nobody they was never, saying the Blue Angels, Thunderbirds, Red Tails. Yeah. Nobody ever I, promised I them. Yeah, I don't think you can find any official announcement they were coming. Uh-uh. That, that's what people. Oh, did. That's well, but it explains the it show. Is. You know, people say things. We go. How did you come to that conclusion? <laughs> somebody <laughs> said. Somebody <laughs> said Blue Angels were in town. That's all I heard. Somebody said. <laughs> well, at least on our show, we'll let you. We'll we'll give you the somebody said. You know, yeah. We'll say hello. You know, what I'm saying now is that somebody said. And no, no disrespect <laughs> to the tanker crews because uh, no, they do an incredible no. job. And and if you if you were just seeing an airplane fly over, you would be impressed with that. But if you're waiting for eight to ten to twelve jets in formation, that doesn't seem like a big deal. Bubba, now, this this was like when you were promised Tone Loke and all you got was Johnny J- and the Jammers. Yeah, J D and the Jammers. I'll never forget it. <laughs> I've never seen a band leave stage (laughs) in the middle of their set. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant gurus. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. It is uh, six minutes now. Past the hour, Rick and Bubba from the broadcast plaza and teleport. You got the real Greg Burgess, you got Speedy, you got Stretch Armstrong. All number one here. What's up? Uh, Home studios, uh, we still have Helmsy and Eddie Van Adler. As uh, they are working from their home studios still today. And back at mic number two in the award-winning broadcast plaza and teleport, there's Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubs. Rick, what an honor and a privilege it is to be back here with you in studio as we continue the little project known as the Rick and Bubba Show. Well, earlier in the program, when the program started today, uh, Bubba and I... Uh, started Bubba, on a tough note, didn't it? Yeah, Bubba last yeah. night, me before the show, now Greg and Speedy during the show, have watched the YouTube <coughs> documentary Plan Demic. Uh, so, Greg, you and Speedy have completed it now. Do y'all have any? What do you think? Do you have any comments of any yeah. kind? Well, me, I wasn't surprised at all. I yeah. saw it. You know, you know, the, when you see something, you go, "Man, I never thought that." All it did is confirm anything. I, I didn't know details, but I knew something wasn't right. Nothing about that that uh, documentary surprised you, <laughs> Rick. I know about all that, <laughs> right? All yeah. that behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. Hey, you know what you're doing right there, Rick? Scratching the surface. <laughs> You just scratch the surface. Scratch, 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 scratch. It, it is another brick in the wall into this big discussion that I started to show with with Rick on money and science and mm-hmm. how we get to money where we money. get. And I'm not I'm not saying yay or nay on some of this, but I'm just saying there's there's things to think about. Speedy, you okay? 
I, it seemed, no. it seemed to be pretty tough on you, you know, because you always you can be a little bit. You want to hope for the best, and there's nothing wrong with that. You're I optimistic. I am. You yeah. want to believe in people. I am. Uh, and there's nothing you wrong with. You want to greet them aggressively. That's a good trait to have. Ooh, it really yeah. is. Yeah. Now sometimes it can lead to you being you're you know getting in trouble because you're naive cool. about something. My right. little heart gets broken. <laughs> yep, but um, yep, yep. I, it's it's pretty eye opening because um, the the doctor here that I mean she's just had everything her life's destroyed right and, and and you try to you try to look into it because I thought you made a good point you give me the agenda and you know that's a lot of times if you, if we have uh, if we see a documentary or a study we try to find out all right who who financed it who put it right. on because like the flat Earth people first yeah. thing the flat Earth people when they call we say so what's the agenda. What, well, how does everybody benefit for the Earth being round? Right. Show us how that works. Yeah. We didn't go to the moon. Uh-huh. All right. Show me how how everybody benefited by pretending we went to the moon, and then you kind yeah, of shoot holes in it. Mm-hmm. And just like some things, uh, and and I don't want to go this we can because get too much into the weeds now. Same things happen a lot of times with people when they adopt a certain theology. Mm-hmm. Uh, I go, okay, this theology is based on this, this, and this. But let's look over here at this part of the Bible where it says this, this, and this. Do you think your theology still stands? Do you think it's pure, or do you think you can, you somewhat, you're, you know, you can, or, or there's a, there's an issue here I don't fully grasp. Right. I'm not doubting yeah, right. the big picture of this, Understood. but but the 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 nuts and bolts of this, I'm having trouble understanding it, and I need more research into it. And mm-hmm. I think we all get to different points mm-hmm. on things. But like the that. thing we can't do on anything. In anything, and and you know, like we said, I call it the yeah, but or the or the pivot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if if you make an argument, if you say to me, like say you said, Rick, I'm telling you, hundred percent, uh, the the CD that is in this CD holder right here, the CD inside is not CD number six. It's not volume six. I hold up a CD. It says volume six, mm-hmm. and I open this up, and you said, I really don't think it is. I think it's number eleven, and I open it up, and then I produce CD number six. And I say, well, this actually has a six on it, so how is that not CD number six? You have to answer that question. You can't pivot to, well, yesterday number 11 was in there. Well, <laughs> well, no, you know, it, well, no, no, that's, we're not talking about that. We're, yeah. we, I actually presented a fact that counters what you said. You have to explain how that still works in your narrative or your theology or your presentation. You can't just pivot to something else that continues to support it. Mm-hmm. I, just, I, just, I just brought something against it. That gives a flaw to that narrative. You, you got to make this work in that narrative, or your narrative is false, right? Or flawed. Yeah, be completely. Yeah, you know, and people don't do that. They'll just go, "Yeah, but, but what about this?" No, no, come back to this. Yeah, you have to explain this before we can go over here to that. Right. Uh, you can't just pivot to mm-hmm. to another place that looks like it makes your point. Right. And uh, so, so I try to say with this thing about Fauci starting to concern some of us. I want. I don't. I won't go with you know theories or conspiracies i'll go with things i know he's a democrat he he supports extremely liberal big government socialistic people and seems to always have okay well then that probably will help me some i know that's his worldview so it would probably be consistent to think that he probably sees things through the prism of big government people uh Prop, you know, and, and right? Was that, if, if, that's, well, if, if that's how or, he votes. Or, Rick, you could see him as, I don't even know how you classify these mm-hmm. people. Uh, and to some degree, Elon Musk would fall in this category. They are really, really capitalist by the purest definition. 
but they're very good at using big government to get funds to their capitalistic ways. Right, and then you also you're right. That and, makes and, sense. And Greg, what I'm saying. and Greg, you've talked about this with some of the the powerful people that seem up be up to no good. Uh, some of the questions arising around Bill Gates. Yeah, you look over there and you go, "We well, looks like he's doing good things." Don't doubt that. Some of the things yeah, he's doing. Yeah, I mean, doing. he was he was building Fauci, toilets and Fauci, digging wells. Fauci he too. A lot of money. But when I look deeper, I see that his view of overpopulation. Yeah, is probably going. And then you look at a Fauci and people like that. If they support the current Democratic Party, then they probably look at human life differently than I do. Yeah, and I think you know, you know the value of human life, uh, where life begins. Uh, uh, is there an overpopulation problem? Are people expendable? Uh, is is human life as valuable as as I say it is from a biblical standpoint? Maybe they think it's just we're more advanced animals. You know, and so you have to think these things. So what you really do, I think, to make an educated assumption or decision on something is usually if you'll just go to facts, you can build a pretty good view on something by the things that are not in dispute. Yeah, I think that's true. And, and you know, or have some concerns. Yeah, yeah. and you've talked about that's it fair. recently, and we've all been very – if it's behind the music, anything, we're in. Even oh. on bands we don't like yeah. or how something was made mm-hmm. or behind the scenes mm-hmm. of some kind of movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. I love that aspect of, of the story. And this Dr. Judy uh, Mikovits, who is the um, – molecular biologist that that is giving you a behind the scenes of vaccines and Fauci and what he's involved with and the patents and but what is really eye-opening in this and it's pandemic it's in show a pandemic it's in show notes before it gets yanked off the internet you might want to check it out is the the doctors that are at the hospitals behind the mics going what are we doing well, this is this, well, yeah. you know that that is what's that's, pretty eye opening because that's very scary. That's what gets my attention. That's not, actual not, footage, not, not somebody standing down there, you know, on the pier at the lake, you know, pontificating. Right. I enjoy that, and yeah. I can, and I can even be one of those people. But you don't really need to listen to me. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, when I look around and and see doctors and see the the propaganda machine and the and the world narrative would make you believe that any doctor who opposes this. That doctor's a loon. Right. And then always watch for that. Look at the way the non-vaccine people are being treated right now. Being treated as the most goofy, loony people, the strong Hollywood left are now coming in, and they, they'll make fun of you in their monologues, and they'll, they'll trash you. It's and the run. global warming analogy that you it said. Same, this, thing. Yeah. Same, same, same thing. If you don't believe in man-made global warming, that you're goofy. You're, and they'll even say things like this. Follow the science. Mm-hmm. You know, well, but, but not all scientists agree with that. Well, the ones that don't agree with it. You know, then they're, they're, they're loons. It goes yeah. it goes back to the, the governor of California. 300,000 people look like they got it during your lockdown. Well, they didn't follow the lockdown. But we we need to look into that. Yeah, you, do you, you know that? You don't know that. How do you know that? Yeah. And uh, the, the famous thing, well, there they go. Georgia's open up and cases are rising. No, that's <laughs> impossible. Yeah. You, you, you they can't, can't open up one day and two days no. later. You, the so, rise is attributed to that. No. So, And look, if you look at it in its purest form – if Rick Burgess can get the patent on a vaccine that, that that people are mandated to get, I'm in good shape. Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. Man, but if you got I, something that, but if you got something that works, well, hey, we're we're sitting pretty. If, and if, and Rick, if you've got something, or let's say Bubba's got something that works, but he doesn't have a patent for it, he's out. Right. Well, you can't make and, money off and, of it. And two, and I know it's break time here, but I, I, again, I'll I'll put this in something I am more familiar with, and that is. 
engineering or broadcast engineering, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know a lot of very uh, – I have known a lot of very good broadcast engineers over time. One of them is the one we have now, Super Tom. Well, you could give all of them the job of building a TV or radio station, and they would go in there and they would get it on the air, but they might go about it a different way. Exactly. Doesn't mean that one way is wrong, one's right, but they have different approaches the way they want to do it, different equipment they're used to, different ways they want to do it. One might use one big transmitter, one might use several, put them together, all this, whatever. But there's different ways to do it. And what do we always say about doctors? You get a second opinion, right? So... Are we getting a second opinion on this? No, and and, and well, we are. But the people who want to give us want, want to give us a second opinion, they're being demonized. And mm-hmm. what we've basically been told by the how propaganda works, and we've basically been told Fauci's the guy you listen to, and whatever Fauci and Burke say, that goes. Anybody that opposes them, they're they're wrong. Now, if you if well, you that, research, well, who said that? If you research this doctor, it looks like that the picture is painted of her that she's a criminal and a nut job. So you got to look at both sides of it, but ask questions. Yeah. Ask questions. Be be a critical thinker. Yeah, we cannot let critical thinking and opposition to ideas ever become unavailable and not allowed. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba. Rick we're back 22 minutes past the hour so just kind of working on the the second part of this historic time in our country civil liberties that we talked about where do we go from here and you know the med- there's the medical part of it then there's the economic part of it and I told you guys, in the political uh, part. yeah, then the political part in, of it. In which, the part we're forgetting the psychological, the psychological part of it. But anyway, you know, I told you that in Kansas City there was a mayor that was telling the churches that they needed to survey, track, and spy on anyone who attends an in-person service. And they were in, you know, the pastors and the churches were were pushing back on this. This is Kansas City Mayor Quentin Lucas called the 10-10-10 rule, effective May 5th, ordering that non-essential businesses like churches can have 10 people inside and 50 people outside as long as they practice social distancing. They also must record the information of anyone who spends more than 10 minutes inside. Uh, And the churches are coming back going, won't be taking people's names, won't be tracking people, uh, and that is that we will not do this. Uh, Well, he's under fire for the order making the churches and other businesses part of this, uh, but he is defending himself. He said, our goal isn't to see what everyone is doing and be big brother. Uh, that's how many people in our community apparently see it. Uh, and he's saying, but that's not what we intend. Well, but, but all you said was it's not what you intend. It doesn't mean it's not that way though. I mean, you know, I can come in here and, you know, like take, take speedy. And as I'm coming to the door and, and I, and, and I said, uh, I want to get to the door and I keep throwing him in the floor. And uh, and he's mad about it. And I said, what my, what my intention to hurt you? Yeah, but it did. You keep throwing me in the floor. <laughs> I mean, you know, explain to me how we can do this without without me getting hurt. Yeah. If I just said, well, that wasn't my intention. Is that good enough for you? No. And so all he's saying is, well, we're not, we don't mean to come across as big brother. Okay, yeah, but you are. I mean, so, but I mean, what, what, we're just trying to protect people. But no, it's still coming across as big brother. You haven't solved that problem. We're going to say no to that. We're pushing back on that because this is America, and it sounds creepy, Lucas. 
It's creepy to us. And as far as the church is concerned, you don't have any authority over the church. So it's creepy. We don't like it. And uh, so anyway, so they are targeting people. You have to give them your name, contact information as a prerequisite. Uh, and that is from Matt Staver, who's the founder and chairman of the Liberty Council. This is a legal nonprofit that's been defending the churches amid the coronavirus lockdown. He says, we, this is the kind of stuff that Nazi Germany did. They started targeting people. They started collecting names and their data. And so they knew who they were. They knew where they'd been, and they knew what they were doing. And, Bubba, we mentioned this earlier. Attorney General uh, Bill Barr in the Justice Department, they're looking into the matter uh, and, uh, and said um, uh, he is threatening, this guy and his, his bunch, legal action if the policy isn't changed. Uh, and as you said earlier, Bubba, the DOJ recently sided with the Virginia church suing Governor Ralph Northam. We knew that happened. And this is after police threatened a pastor with jail time or a $2,500 fine for violating an executive order by the governor holding a 16-person church service on Palm Sunday. Uh, and these, uh, these attacks on churches cannot stand. We will fight these cases all the way to the Supreme Court if we have to. So – Looks like Bill Barr said, "If I if we see these things going on, we're going to intervene." Good. good, they need to. But he but they may have to. He he hasn't yet. But as as you said earlier in this story, saying this, those that are suing the governments representing the churches are winning. I, I, look, I hate to break it to all of you tyrants out there. You don't have authority over the church, Rick. I don't know how anybody can read the First Amendment. And go, right? Yeah, I guess we'll. I see that thing about we shall not establish any law restricting your worship, but you can't meet. Hey, ch- I, don't, I don't even see how you how you a hey, church, <laughs> and, but I, I understand too, and I, I've said this: the church needs to be wise and go. Okay, of course, we need to, and like ours, and they said, we're are not going to be wise. But it's it's our choice, yeah. and that's what the Constitution says, and that's why it should be done that way. But if you want to get into the place of you know, and people can make their own decisions, they may not come. But if you read the Constitution the way it is written and the way it was lived out by those who wrote it. The church can decide to meet whenever they want to, and there's nothing anybody can do about it. Uh, now, 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 certainly you can be wise and say, "I don't think we'll attend because I'm at high risk." Or, yeah, I yeah. need, you know, we, what what do we do now all the time? Hey, guys, we want to. We got so and so is going to see our shut-ins. Why do we have shut-ins now in, in, in any uh, right. in any situation? Because those people can no longer attend church in person, or it's not healthy for them to do that. Right. That's mm-hmm. why they now are at home, and what I remember the old days. You know what the pastor would do? They do cassettes yeah. of the sermons, and then or somebody have a radio broadcast. Yeah, or have a radio mm-hmm. broadcast, and somebody get those mm-hmm. messages to the shut-ins. Now we can do it with technology, but it's the same thing. Yeah. So if if you think that you could get sick, or you think the church shouldn't be meeting, then you don't go. Right. Uh, but nothing in the Constitution says the government can tell the church they can't meet. Yeah, and to y'all's point. Um, the Justice Department told Virginia that that they disagree because they didn't give good reason right. for refusing the church to, who promises to care, uh, you know, take care of the worship service and make sure in the same way as accountants, lawyers, and other workers do for their their business that they're making good judgment on what they do. And he said they haven't offered a good reason why they can shut that down and not other stuff. Well, Barr said that. He said what we will not stand for is the church will be treating differently than everybody else. Right. Didn't we have a judge somewhere rule uh, with, the, with the state, though, on that? There was one. We talking was it about Illinois? There was some conflicting. It was yeah, yesterday. I think it was Illinois. Yeah. I think it was Illinois. Yeah. It was, too. But these things, as this guy said, this got this legal counsel for churches, it's going to go to the Supreme Court. And once that Constitution is laid down in front of the Supreme Court, and we get to right out of the gate, the First Amendment 
I, I don't think I, I don't think there's anywhere to go. This country was set up that unless the churches, you know, are are, are doing something that's breaking laws, um, you know, you you can't really do anything with it. Suggestions are suggestions. You can't make a church write down everybody's name that comes in and no. follow them around and and keep 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 up with what they're doing at church. You know, no. maybe maybe it's a good time that all of us read the Constitution again. It, it'd be great. Yeah. I, can I can I just read you a few lines here? Yeah. Y- yeah. Sure. Bottom of the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Show that takes the other show's lunch money. Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes past the hour. Relief Factor. Thank you, Relief Factor. Uh, I love it. Four natural botanicals that work naturally with your body's natural response to inflammation. You know, these aging doctors, or doctors working on the aging process, doing all the research we're discovering. And let's come up with some, let's look over here into the botanical world. Things that naturally do the job. The opioid addictions are in- incredible. The side effects for overuse of aspirin, Tylenol, Advil uh, are well known. And in all fairness to these things, they aren't designed to be a lifestyle. They're designed for you know moments that you need a little help. But when it comes to relief factor, uh, it is all natural, so you can use it on a regular regimen, just like you would a multivitamin. Or I take two packs a day. If I have something that's bothering me, I'll go to three. Uh, here's a great email that comes from Greg. It's from Peggy in Arkansas. Hey, Peggy. hey Peg's checking in. Uh, Peg says that uh, she started having lower back issues over 10 years ago. I bet her feet, too. Right. Uh, well, uh, Greg, <laughs> here's here's an area that you may you may say she did yoga. Okay. Well. So, and worked with a chiropractor, which has been very helpful, but said my pain never really went away. I've been listening more during the coronavirus and decided to give it a try. I can honestly say I'm now pain-free, which I never could have imagined. Relief Factor is amazing, and it's helping me. Maybe we get a letter from you like that. A three-week trial pack will tell you whether it'll work or not. Uh, it's 1995. Within three weeks, you'll know whether it's working or not. And uh, we've had great results. Many out there have had great results. Over 70% of the people that try the the starter pack, they order more. Uh, So go to relieffactor.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. So I know, Bubba, you were talking about this is a a great time for us to to read the the Constitution and and maybe even go to our Declaration of Independence and preamble. Let's get it all. Well, if you don't have the Declaration of Independence, there was no Constitution. I mean, that's what started the ball rolling, Rick. We need need all this because I think – and I'm guilty of this. My hand is in the air. You know, there's just things about America that I've just assumed, and I've been here for a long time. And and over time, of people through pop propaganda and reprogramming, start kind of making you forget what the founding fathers said, and then what we've said on the show a thousand times, what they actually did, mm-hmm. which is where you always find truth. How what they actually did, uh, and and maybe this is a time because any time that uh, that people are afraid. Those that love power grab for power. They always have. They always will. The Declaration of Independence, Rick, can be broken down into several parts. The introduction and then the preamble. And then we have the indictment. Uh, we have then the other part is the uh, – we, we have several, several more parts after that. So, But we all are familiar with part of the preamble. 
we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal and that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are liberty, life, and the pursuit of happiness. We've all heard that a hundred times, mm-hmm. right? Right. Where it continues on is a part that we don't hear a lot of times. And I think that's that why we settle for what we get out of our government. Well, okay? don't forget, if I think the ultimate goal and what everybody should afford me is happiness, I can I can have all kinds of fun with that. Yeah. But but that's the reason why I don't read the rest of it. Okay, so and this is not even the whole the whole rest of the preamble, but part of it, okay, that follows that part. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men deriving their power from the consent of the governed. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive to these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute a new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. In other words, it's saying that if what we're setting up here doesn't work, we have the right to fix it. It's changing. And, and notice the last thing and you said. And that the government it goes, governs yeah. by our consent. Correct. Our consent. We don't, we don't live by their consent. They govern by our consent. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, you never really hear that part read. I know I have heard people who read that part, and people lose their mind. Are you calling for an overthrow of the government? No, I mean, well, I hope it didn't Rick, get to that. Founding Fathers said if it ain't working, yeah, they did. Right. I, and that, that hurts, but they don't hear that. Right. Hmm. They did. But look at what you're saying. The they par- did. The part of the preamble that we know. Alter or abolish it. Right. You, read, you, you put whatever meaning you want to on it. That's what the document says. And if you listen, the reason why it says that, look at the very last thing you read. It's going back to the part everybody knows. This is what you're supposed to be afforded. Right. So when it gets back to the end, it says, now, if the government gets to the point that they are not allowing that to take place, what, an overreach? If they're now hindering the things we said that you've been given the right to, if they're hindering that, then do something about it. You know, you, you can you you can start. You, over. you have the right. Get them back into their to, perim, uh, parameters to get government in line, so that you they affect positively your safety and your happiness. It, if you read this too, it, it's it's just eye opening because we forget and we don't read it enough. I, I think we need to read this Declaration of Independence a whole lot more, and in the part that's called the indictment. They spell out to the king of England exactly what they're unhappy with, okay? And if you read it, you realize why they built in the safeties they built into the Constitution and our, our, our laws, okay? They, they don't want to be thrown out of their house to quarter soldiers without any warning or process. Uh, due process is key in all of this. They want trials where the innocent is protected, and they are willing to let a few guilty go if they keep an innocent man from going to jail. That's all in here. You can read it for yourself. They don't like the idea of taxes being imposed on them without their consent. Trial by jury is major. You know why, Bubba? Because guess what the king would do? Uh, and sorry, Speedy. I know you don't. When you you don't like when I make you an example of terrible right, things, right. but I'm going to. Well, you've already thrown me to the ground today. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm King. I'm King Richard, and I have all authority. I have absolute <laughs> power. 
Well, guess what they would do? I don't like Speedy. Somebody go arrest him. And you're like, what? Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, I didn't do anything. Yeah, it didn't matter. I'm the king. Somebody go get him, bring him in. I'll come up with something that will will claim he tried to overthrow me and we'll cut his head off by, thir- yep. by Thursday. Yep. And well, you know what they said? Well, that ain't no way for people to live. That, that the government the government can't have that kind of power. Right. So that was and that's how it used to work. And they and they pushed back on that. Hey, we need your house. Why? For my soldiers, they need somewhere to stay. Get out of your house. It's mine. <laughs> and they did. They said we're not going. No, we ain't doing that. Uh, you know, that things like, hey, you can't go to the beach. Oh, I'm sorry, that's not in there. But, but, uh, but I mean, uh, it is indirectly. And Rick, like, I yeah. mean, I, hey, I want to take my family to down this. to the beach that I pay taxes here in this in this place. <laughs> now, the, the governor tells you, you when you can go to the beach or not. Really? How, how's that work? It's tough. It's tough to read, right. man. I, it, <laughs> you read it, and even right. things you may have thought were okay, you go, ooh, boy, well, I big on that there. And it's also a time for us to push back on on those that want the big tyrannical government and they worship the earth. and Because all the power grabs are going to be taking place here. Watch for – we've got two deaths today tied to meat processing, okay? So watch for the anti-beef people to grab ground there. Greg, give us the quote from from uh, from Go Nasty. What's his name? Michael Moore. Michael he Moore said the Earth is striking back with the pandemic because of us heating up with global warming. He, basically, the Earth's turning on us because we are causing global warming. Global, global. warming. Now, because so we're going, we need to use this, use use this against him. What did he say about the Earth's reaction to human? He beings? said the Earth could. Uh, wipe everybody out with a snap of his fingers. Okay, so what I would do right now, I'd say, Michael, <laughs> you make a good point. That's what all of us that don't believe in man-made global warming have been saying. We can't change the climate of the globe. So wait a minute, which one is it, Michael? Yeah. You just said that the earth will shrug us off like a gnat, mm-hmm. okay? But then you said we're so powerful that the earth answers to us if we drive an SUV. <laughs> which one is it? There you, yeah. go. you just said that the earth can do whatever it wants to, and human beings don't have much impact on it. But then you turn around and say that we have so much impact, we're going to destroy the earth in 12 years if we don't stop with our carbon emissions. Are we powerful or is the earth powerful? Which one is it, yeah. Michael? Make up your mind and get a shower for the love of all that's good and kind. Okay? <laughs> what nasty. Hey, hey, Michael, you know what this is? This is a, an emotional view of, of the world and things, and you are blowing in the wind like a reed. You don't know what you, you, you're talking about. If you want to say that the earth is powerful to punish us, you're then the earth's powerful. If you want to say that human beings need to be eradicated because we're so horrible and we need to stop driving cars and flying planes and, and whatever else and stop all industry and, and eat plants and stop cows farting, and the reason, <laughs> the reason, the reason why we got to do that is because human beings, we're so powerful, we can, ins- we can destroy the earth. The, that same earth that we can destroy now destroys us with no problem. Now, which one is it, Michael? Which one is it? Do y'all realize he just contradicted himself? Yeah. That's how this emotional worldview stuff works. There it is. We'll be back. Eight six six. We be big as the number. We'll take phone calls and look at any headlines that we might have missed. Let's all make a commitment. Since since the 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 tyrannicals always grab for power during fear, why don't we use fear to go back and look at the Constitution and learn it? <laughs> Why don't we use it for that? Don't say you don't have time today. You got time. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's nine minutes to the top of the hour. 
So we got phone calls standing by at 866-WE-BE-BIG, and uh, we'll hit those for you. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at anything we may have missed. I did, we, in celebrity news, Quincy Jones against the Michael Jackson estate. Uh, Quince uh, has lost $9.4 million in royalties uh, because uh, they sided with the Michael Jackson estate. So wow. it look, looks like that they, was overturned, wasn't it? Had, didn't he win originally? Yeah, yeah. And then they yeah. come back and give it back to the the Jacksons. Yeah, they're tossing around. What is it? Ten, nine point something million. Nine point four. Yeah. And wasn't wow. it music? It was music that was used, like in that "This Is It" documentary and different yeah. things. I guess that he supposedly had publishing too. Evidently, he didn't. Or yep. he, I don't know. Yeah, they they said that that this court, as you guys just said, the jury had given Jones, um, uh, I, I think, ten million. And then th- this court has overturned it and have have taken away nine point four of it to give it back. And this all had to do with songs they tried to release after Michael Jackson oh, died. I remember all that? The This Is It documentary. Mm-hmm. Quincy, you know, they they said that he took more than he should have taken off that, and that's kind of what it was all tied to. But anyway, it looks like Quincy got a ruling, and then another court came back and overruled against Quincy and gave all, all <laughs> but just a little bit of it back. How about that? Is it? You know, and this kind of goes with what we're talking about, how, <laughs> how strange some things are when you keep looking at it. You have you have judges that are lawyers and, you know, trained and take an oath. And how do they see cases totally opposite? Have you ever – does that know, bother you sometimes? Mm-hmm. How can one court see it absolutely one way and then – the appellate court see it absolutely I know. another, I know. and then you find you know finally it's I, I guess you go two out of three when it gets up to the Supreme Court. Well, remember, something. remember, and <laughs> or it I, may go through four or five. Who knows? I have two letters for you, and those letters are OJ, uh, and, and that is when you're dealing with juries, it's it, 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 and we want a, a jury of our peers, and I, I'll take that, like we said earlier, the reason why it was done that, but sometimes courts that don't have to deal with juries. They just sit down and they lay the law out and says, well, the law allows this, this, and that. I know that's always explained to the jury. Yeah. But, I mean, look, I'm, I'm Joe from the pop shop. I, I ain't listening to that. You know, I bet, and I bet, they all say how you win or lose a case is how you pick the yeah. jury. You know, they they yeah, know uh-huh. what they're doing. I'm siding with the, the lawyer that does the best job. There it is. So, and well, we've had movies, too, that, that there's a term, nullify the jury. or what, yeah. what is that where the jury just decides – we're picking for this guy. I don't care what the facts right. is. Yeah. I don't care what the law. We like this guy. We're voting for him. Yeah. Uh, how about Isn't that what they call it? Nullifying. Yeah. How about one of our favorites? Brett Favre is, is uh, uh, mentioned. And there's no criminal charges or anything, but he's being mentioned in a lawsuit uh, the, about a nonprofit group uh, that allegedly has been caught in an embezzlement, embezzlement scheme, uh, and they use federal money to pay Brett Favre more than one million dollars of speaking engagements. Which he was not present at any of the events. Yeah, never happened. Or the and events that was in seven, so, 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 so 2017, so, so 2018. It looks like they tried to get money saying, well, this is going to be for Favre because he's speaking. And they went back and looked and said, well, Favre never spoke at any of this. They, where'd the money go? But did he get the money? Uh, yeah, it, it says yeah, that, yeah. um, uh, it says that the, um, He's not facing, as, as Rick just said, criminal charges. And the report lists payments to him is what they call questionable costs that, um, Either the auditors saw clearly mis- misleading and and the way they they described his his 
I guess, employment or endorsement or yeah. whatever. Well, they were and investigating the group that handed the money. Exactly, right? and they realized, okay, and money we, went here, he money went there, and yeah. wait a minute, money went to him, but mm-hmm. did he ever speak at those events? Well, usually these first reports, though, are a little – yeah, you know, you don't have the full picture. I, I'm sure they'll, they'll well, have some everything comes to up in it, everything comes up in the audit, as you yep. said. And in the audit, it said that the Mississippi Community Education Center—they're the ones that are being alleged to have not handled money in a above board way—that uh, they had contracts with the Department of Human Services. That's the federal money coming in to spend money through the Temporary Assistance for Needy Families program. You see how many programs we got? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, programs. And in, when it gets down to that, somewhere in the middle of this. Farve Enterprises was paid a half a million dollars in 2017 and $600,000 in 2018 for speeches at three events. The problem is uh, the individual contracted did not speak or was present at any of the events. And y'all remember uh, wrestling legend Ted DiBiase? Oh, yeah. Remember oh, him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, him and DiBiase Jr., uh, they um, they apparently were on, on here as well and Receive uh, travel calls for events that uh, never they were never at. Um, mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know what it is. It's just the, their names are in it as far as receiving payments. Let me be clear: they can't figure out. None of the people are getting any criminal charges that yeah. just show up in the audit, right? But mm-hmm. they're going back to the people that you know said, was dishing out the money or said the money went to. Them. You said right. you were paying for these things. It didn't look like those things ever happened. So, where, where is this money? Yeah, it yeah. could be that. Yeah. And you the know? term I was trying to think of is juror nullification. That's it. Yeah. I think you bring Th- up a thank good you, point. Pard. Mm-hmm. I think you bring up a great point, Rick, because they could have just been giving these names out as yeah. w- where it went to. I would think the next thing – They'll check that out. Yeah, the yeah. next thing you do is you go to Farve Enterprises and go, did y'all ever get this money? Mm-hmm. You go yeah. to, And they may find out that I put on the list, well, what would this go to? Farve Enterprises for him to speak at some events. You know, it may be the money went somewhere else. Well, yeah. it doesn't sound yeah. good for Ted DiBiase since he was the million dollar man when he was. <laughs> By the way, I've I've talked to a lot of people. You know, he he became a a changed man, yeah, and a follower of Jesus. And I and I've I've heard multiple people that have had him come speak, and I've spoken some things where he spoke, but we weren't on the same day, so I've never heard him. But I hear he has a great testimony. Uh, we continue. Let's go to John in Lower Alabama. John, go ahead. Yes, sir. I was just wondering if y'all heard about the minister the pastor that uh had police officers pull it up in his churchyard in greenville mississippi and to write thousand dollar tickets uh this here happened on easter sunday and we did. Uh, we police did. officer was telling him you did see that well, yeah, police officer told him yeah, we, he said that uh you don't have any rights whenever it's a national emergency yeah, I'd have to you know just respectfully disagree on that when it comes to the church. I don't think the Constitution is shredded uh, during a national community, uh, 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 a national emergency dealing with church and state. I, I don't think that just goes. Well, away. it has been many yeah, times. Right. I mean, it shouldn't be maybe. Right. I mean, the yeah. guy who shredded it more than anybody's got a big statue in Washington. Here so. goes Bubba with that. Again. I'm I'm sorry. Did he? Did he not? He did. <laughs> did he? Not? Well, you know, we had others. FDR. Sure, he's mm-hmm. got a few statues too. Right. Yeah. Huh? Look. It, it's just how about this? Let's go back to this again, and it's the second part that Bubba read, and I don't want to make everybody uncomfortable. <laughs> it's, it's an uncomfortable paragraph, but, isn't it? But it goes back to this again. Somebody could say, "Well, why'd you let them do that?" Well, you had the right for them not to do it, and I just let it happen. So, really, a constitution doesn't mean anything if you won't defend it. Yeah. Somebody can say, "Hey, man, you can't come in here and do that." Yep, we're doing it anyway. What are you gonna do about it? Mm, nothing. What's wrong, baby? 
What's wrong, baby? Nah. <laughs> the government comes in there and starts popping. And they take their own hit, make your own yeah, hit, yeah. hit yourself yeah. with it. Yeah. Yeah. What you hitting yourself for? The, gov- <laughs> the government takes a church and says, why you keep hitting yourself? <laughs> Eventually, you just have to say that's not going to happen. Now, you'd like to do it through courts, and you'd like to do it through your ability to vote. You don't want to get to the ugly. Uh, and hopefully, cases will turn this. And why are you hitting yourself? There'll be governors that say, I don't really like losing cases. And maybe that'll stop it. That's what I prefer. Top of the hour, if you're leaving us, thank you so much for spending time with the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.